What is up, all of my compadres? Haha, <laughs> get it? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Oh back. my god. <laughs> I'm what? slow. I'm old. Oh, I'm you so just old. got it? I'm like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Uh, welcome back to Shut the Fuck Up. Anime is on. I am your one and only host, Frankie, a.k.a. Pixel Potato, um, a.k.a. I'm going to keep using a.k.a. that bitch. I really hey, like that. that bitch. I feel empowered <laughs> saying that. Um, a.k.a. your sensei um all right i am here with my wonderful co-host queen of daddies aka here i am aka that other bitch (laughs) (laughs) bad bitches link up for yes (laughs) i love that we are also joined by the one and only mr alex aka a- Alex say time, right? Yeah. AKA that. N- no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, outside of this, I would call myself that, but I won't say it here. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like uh, we won't go there. Okay. No, All, no. Right. <laughs> All right. So today we are doing, I feel like I say this every episode saying we're talking something near and dear and very special to our hearts. But this one, I can truly ultimately say, um, probably is we're about to put our hearts into this episode i honestly feel like oh yeah we are discussing one of the greatest television shows in general ever ever yes it's just whether no matter how old you are how young you are it holds up it holds up it is perfect it is one of the few shows that has been perfect from beginning to end without a single fucking hiccup until it came to the movie. No, no, there is a hiccup. There is one hiccup. I don't the reason why that. it's not much of a hiccup because they recognize that it's a hiccup and they address it in season three. That we'll there, there is there is a hiccup Ooh, that even they know it's a hiccup. Something. Okay. Yeah, All they, right. They, yes. So we are talking about dun, 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 Avatar the Last Airbender. Do 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 oh yes oh Oh, my god Um, great show honestly yeah great show great show into the podcast all right bye everyone (laughs) (laughs) but no this show um took the world by storm at least it took my world by storm I'm so happy I was there. I can't say for a lot of animes that I watched, I was actually able to watch it in real time as it was airing. And this was one of the few that I was actually able to sit there and wait for it to come on Nickelodeon um, every week. And I was so upset when it ended because it was just such a beautiful journey that I was not ready for it to end at all. For sure, for Um, sure. And I consider it an anime. All right. Andrea, how do you feel about? No, I don't think. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to talk a little bit about how That's much you love good. the show. That's no, good. I love the show. This That's good. It is one of my favorite shows. And honestly, if you did want to watch want to start watching anime, it's a good place to start. But it's not an anime simply because it came out in America. That's my that's my only reason. <laughs> that, I'm gonna I say it's a great place to start an anime. It's like, but it's not an anime. But you know, that... it just has so they they're so inspired by just Asian culture and not just Japan. It's everywhere. 
but okay. Ah. And okay, I was gonna, thinking, I, I, I was thinking, of, yeah, I was thinking about this argument earlier in my head because I, I was preparing for the show and it's just like where it came from America. And so that's why I wouldn't consider it an anime. So if you think about like, when you listen to like K-pop or J-pop or C-pop, you want to just categorize them into one area because you just wouldn't categorize them to pop. You kind of like distinct, have a distinction for them. So that way you know where it came from. So when you talk about anime in America, you're like, okay, that came from Japan. But when you talk about Avatar, it doesn't come from Japan. It comes from America. No, 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 I have no, a question I, to ask later, but I'll let yeah. Alex. I, I like that. Well, one thing I like is that there is two like conflicting responses. Yeah. Me, I do believe it's an anime because, all right, I'm just going to go a little bit off topic. Two weeks ago, they had the Grammy Awards and they had the award for best reggae. Album. Oh my God. Yeah. And the, the winner <laughs> of best reggae album was a bunch of white guys from California. Okay. It, it, now my family's West Indian. So, and I'm, I'm from Grenada. So it was a big up or like, wait a minute, these four, these white guys from California, one best reggae album. I'm still against it only because there was so much better people nominated at the time. Yeah. But a lot of the uh, like people that was arguing, even though I think it was, may have been like just, just to be political, they're like, well, you know, Southern California, like they have a big reggae scene. There's a lot of people that plays. So it then it became, well, what is reggae? What is music? What is, does it have the elements? Personally, I think the music sounds bland and not yeah, as I good. listened to it after I heard they yeah, won. And I, and I was like, like, what? It sounds like someone pressed reggae beat on a synthesizer and that's yeah. it. So it hit, it hit the very bare minimum of definitions to consider, but it, they consider it reggae. So going back to now with Avatar and what anime is, especially now, yes, it may have started in Japan. It's big in Japan. Right now, anime is big in a lot of places um korea, korea which going back this was this was done in south korea the animation team that does avatar is a south korean animation studio but um, the thing is, is well, no, 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 that... no. and also in china china basically they have their own type of manga where it's considered anime they have their own animation studio yeah but anime delves down to yes it it's it, it's from the style and the way the story is and the way it's animated giving the certain styles of what makes an anime it's just that, yes, it originated from Japan. So but that's what also, I was going to... With China and stuff, they have different names for them. Like, it's the, it's the same style, but it's just, it's a different name that they call it. So when that, they... That's when just you, them, yeah, that's just them trying to put that... And that, that's, that's why when I think of anime, for us as, like, America, like, it just, it's just telling, like, me where it's from. So when I think of something that's anime, it's like, okay, it's from... Japan. Okay, so have, and, you, have you on Crunchyroll? Have you ever watched? Have you watched God of High School and Tower of God? Those, no, the, those are two shows on Crunchyroll, and they're from they're from I think South Korea and all of those places. But it's it when you watch it, it's it in, looks yeah, it's fully it's anime style. Um, one of my a, um one of my favorite animes right now that I'm watching yeah. on Netflix is called Scissor Seven, and yeah. it's it's Chinese originally, but yeah. it's still. Categorized as an anime, as anime exactly. so, but I understand so, what you're saying. The, there's, yeah, there's, but... there's deep anime, like in terms of anime, you know, right out of Japan. But the, the it's because anime has gotten so broad and so so big. 
there's certain styles that you can't contain it anymore and that's the thing and especially that is true yeah like um have you ever seen there's a show um uh cannon busters where yeah a black guy that came from from america went to japan and has one of the biggest anime um studios there it's a black guy from america that went over there and so it's and he said look i'm influenced by this style and i'm gonna use this style to create so and so that's why i said it's no longer it can no longer be limited the, the term when we say anime that it's too broad and and when i remember watching avatar now me when i watched avatar i got into order to the last part of siege of the north in the first season mm-hmm. so and then i had to say what the fuck is this because nickelodeon was going through a transition at that time and i was it's spongebob I'll, I'll say it spongebob was getting big and I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not a SpongeBob guy. Don't don't curse what? me out. Shut what? Up, shut up, All right. Shut up, well, shut up, that's shut a up. whole that's, that's a whole other show. Whole <laughs> other thing, right? Right? You got to remember my generation where we was coming from when, yeah. when all of that was coming in. So I had taken a step back. Avatar last I'm gonna put me back on Nickelodeon because by the time I got I'm like what the fuck is this? And you know why it attracted me? Because I'm like, this shit is anime. The mm-hmm. the elements, how the story plays out, the characterization that we'll get into it just screamed anime to me and i categorize avatar as the best at this point it's it, i always say uh, uh, guys whoever listen to me if you ever listen to the second round all this time i've been talking i always say there's only two right now as the top two and it's always interchanging depending on how it feels gargoyles and avatar the last and airbender and wow. it's a very close between the two in terms of best animation of which is the best all abroad anywhere well uh, mainly in america Avatar is just so powerful. I always compared the story of Space Out into like Star Wars. Each, yeah. uh, Star Wars 6, 7, and 8, basically. The original trilogy. If, as we, and I'll, we'll break it down. Each season fit you, one of those movies. You mean 4, 5, and 6? 4, 5, and 6. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Four, five, I was about to six. be like, yeah. Ray? Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, Kylo I was just going to stay quiet. Like, <laughs> you, watch the story beats. Empire Strikes Back was Earth, and the Jedi Returns was Fire. So they always well in line to me. But as far as an anime, in my opinion, I would okay. I would probably I would call it an American anime instead, just because I feel like there is that that distinction of where it came from i don't think it makes it less of a show i don't think yeah, it makes no. it more of a show but you still um, said it's an anime you just put an American Ameri- in front of it. yeah because yeah. i think it's you know you have to i think it's i don't know it's it didn't come from japan if that makes sense and if it, you're in japan they call they call all shows because the word basically came from animation that's where it came from and it turned into anime so if you're in japan they would consider any sort of animation show an anime so like steven universe in japan would be technically considered an anime (laughs) um but like i said i think it's it's nice to know that there's it came from somewhere else not just this one specific place You know what I'm saying? If that if that makes sense. Yeah, but I feel like within the past, I feel like I got honestly even within the uh, 15, maybe 20 years. I say more, more closer to 15 years. The definition of anime, like Alex was saying, it's completely changed. Yeah, because it's it's taken the world by storm. And like he was mentioning, the black guy that took Cannon Busters, um, 
over and stuff like if you were to watch that you would almost have no idea that it, it it's it's Amer- it was created by an american yeah and like i said and even some of the other po- super popular animes you'd have no idea they were korean um they were korean um um animators writers directors producers all of that so i feel like the word anime can no longer pertain to just japan because you have all these other people outside of japan who are now adapting to that style and putting their own little twist of it but they've just taken it and put their own spin on it but it's still anime it still falls into the anime category i I think it's because avatar was just the first to do it you know what i would have i would love to see though like avatar dubbed with japanese oh yeah that would be really i'm gonna go find that like just and then just i would watch the whole thing oh what happened would we get that alex you're cutting out hello yeah okay You're sorry good. yeah it's my internet i don't know it's there's a we have a thunderstorm out, i'm just happy it's York. not my internet yeah that's what well, thank god you're <laughs> thank god you're recording tonight therefore because it would have been bad but yeah but i think uh where was that yeah i would say like yeah i would rewatch it in i think i'm gonna do that japanese uh dub english subtitles and i would see it it's probably on netflix would i get that same feeling of as if i was watching an anime yeah that that would determine all right does it still feel the same story beats as we're going to get into tonight of other than all right just the loose but we could look at what the elements of an anime has does this show have that i'd say right off the bat just to kick it off character development oh holy shit character development on top of character development on top of it has the best character development outside i'd even say like i'm a diehard naruto fan like i said a thousand times um and Naruto is known for their character development. Avatar: The Last Airbender has even better character development to me oh, yes. than than yep. any any other. It, it you could put it up against almost anything, um, even live action. Anything including live action, like you put up their character development. Like you said, like Andrea just said, Zuko. Zuko. Oh my god! I Sokka? love how flavors. Yeah. Oh, just. Every, I could oh, name them all. No, all right, I so let's start with. I think and let's okay. start with season one and like just go one, two, and three. So just so we could say, see their uh, thing, like in season one, Zuko has is just one mind. Is the the stereotypical one focused villain? Yeah, I want the Avatar, reclaim my honor. I well, the first, haircut, I say the first two yeah. or three, the first, <laughs> the first two or three episodes, we, without knowing his backstory, we just know burn scar in his face, evil. I want the Avatar. I'm gonna take him. I think it was when they did the episode about the storm. Oh, that they really yeah. open him up as no this is a this is someone that came from tra- childhood trauma and he sees Aang as a way to solve his problems yeah and because the whole first no matter what happens I just want him he will make my life better not not to mention he my will family fix things yeah they, exactly yeah. Now, he was an example of if I get him my family my father will accept me he'll love me I'll get the respect I'll be quote-unquote better than my sister this he had no idea that his life was a result of things out of mostly out of his control yeah he thought he had control of his life and one thing i loved too about zuko and how they wrote his character and when and i didn't realize it until probably like my third time watching it through is that the um creators from the very beginning they always knew zuko was going to be the one to teach ang um to teach egg how to fire bend. Yeah. So to me, going back and watching season one and just seeing like 
how well thought out his character development was and how well it played out. Um, just seeing how he was in season one, you already knew from there. Once you knew he was he was going to be the um, end game for yeah. um, for firebending and stuff. Just watching how like how angry he he was oh. and how upset and and determined he was so Turbulent. determined and persistent. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think that's like one of the really good things about the show is how planned out it was. And it wasn't just one of those shows that was kind of like, oh, well, we got it. We got a season three. Oh, we got to prove for season four. Let's just do what we can. Like there was fully a plan from the very beginning of how they wanted the show to play out. And I think that's what makes that's what makes a good show a good show anime or not. That's that is how you make a show is you plan it out from season one to the very end and even as popular as it gets you stick to that plan you don't keep a show going just because, well, uh, just because oh toward great. the end because yeah. i want that's why we're gonna do a little bit of cora to explain how they Aww. went wrong. yeah okay because you 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 open the door you open that door so we'll, but we'll save that time but yeah and now going like even to ang ang is just the goofy oh. little kid he just wanted to ride penguin seals have fun and even because the first season he was fun but i didn't he, i know i wasn't drawn to him as like oh he, like this guy i got drawn to ang when they went and visited the um the old air temple yeah and he saw everyone because oh he flipped quick and that's yeah. when i was like genocide that's... this was the first time genocide was brought to i mean yes we learned about the holiday so we knew enough history but genocide on this level this is like where we got to like understand it and a little how, bit. Oh yeah. Hot. That was that was traumatic. Yeah. So just <laughs> seeing Aang when he goes to the air temple and he's just kind of like, You've you've killed all my friends. And that was such a it reminded me of um he reminded me of Gone a little bit. Yeah. With Kite. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, you're gonna bring Kite back, right? And then just when Aang and he's like, You can't like you you've you've he saw like the, everything that the Fire Nation's done when he's been absent um come to realizing that he's part of this is on him yeah because he abandoned there yeah he abandoned everyone for a hundred years and then him instantly um about to go into avatar mode a little bit but you know and you know what's crazy about that scene now that and when i we had rewatched it it wasn't even angs it wasn't angry it was angry acting yes but it was remember the avatars are all connected so it was the rage of all the avatars before this yeah. point that like no like knowing what we know of all the ones connected. Mm-hmm. So it was literally all the avatars and after trying to maintain balance for all these years and seeing how far everything got thrown out of whack. It was like a rage of all of them that hit Aang and Aang was like, because we know the avatar say this, yeah, you got to be in control of your emotions. You got to be mm-hmm. because if you lose control, the avatar state can overtake you and admit chaos. Because yeah. it's, 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 it's like imagine a million voices mm-hmm. in the back of you wedding. To, Yo, let me get, let me take control. That's how like you look at the avatar state. So in that moment, it's like all those voices was unison and what the fuck? Like this happened and that's what it was. And it was all the failures they all felt. You know, Roku saw that and was like, what the oh, like what the Kiyoshi. Fuck? Can you imagine Kiyoshi? Kiyoshi, Kiyoshi lost such like, She's probably the main reason he got so pissed. She was ready to throw hands like the entire time. She's like, all right, let's go. Like, but yeah, like you said, Roku, I could only imagine like how hurt Roku, because he was, he was firebender. That was, he was fire. So those were, 
Those oh, he knew Sozin. He knew yeah. the guy that did. Yeah, he was best friends with them. Alex, you're cutting out again, buddy. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. You were about to say something Sorry. really yeah, good. Yeah, I know yeah. it. Yeah, well, he, he didn't know. Like we didn't know at the time who he was. Yeah. But knowing later on, and then rewatching these scenes, like, damn, what he must have felt, the failure he felt, because he he even said it, because I think he it was season one, yeah, where we learned about Souls in Common, was it or season two? Season, season two, yeah, because they go to the library in season two, and I think that's when yeah, we season it out. two, yeah, oh, no, okay, really, we meet no, Roku no, though no, in it season was, one. That's what I meant when he first met Roku, and yeah, because Roku was telling no, yeah, we find out about Souls in Common in season one when they go to into the Fire Nation. Yeah. Oh, oh, is it, it like in, the last episode? Yeah, though? it, was, it, was, to, it was toward the end, right before they go okay. actually go to the north. This is when things really started getting like real. Because before this, it was just fun. Like we're gonna learn the four elements and we're gonna stop these guys. Yeah. But there was never a, a focus until that episode, because that was now the switch over where things got low. Okay, now we have a goal on this yeah. journey. We know wh- what the stakes are. We know there's a time limit. You can't just play around anymore. Because before that, it was just oh. We're and just then, gonna hop here to here and venture and venture. And then they drop the whole thing to Aang, like you have to defeat the Fire Lord. Before that, because then everyone's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm talking about in season one, yeah, but they just drop that too. We we come across that knowledge. Um and just and like you said, as so far, Aang has just been like this little playful kid, and you're like, oh, so now he has to defeat the biggest, baddest villain yeah he's like 11 years old and he's a monk like yeah typical shonen typical shonen the young innocent want to have some fun yay but no but you have this great power behind you that you have to master you have to build your skills you have to lead up to a point save the world to save save the world like then we go to star soccer oh god oh soccer soccer is the heart he is the humor shout out to jack the center doing such a great job voicing him uh, where it was like you rooted for him because he he was the one with no powers he was quote unquote the boring one he was the one had, i think we could all relate to the most just because he didn't have powers and neither did we you know exactly. yeah we would have been Sokka. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but and just him his i didn't like him in season one it was definitely a character i feel like had to grow on me just because he was just a typical super annoying um discouraging brother like i said he was he was kept telling katara like no you're not a waterbender like stop goofing off stop playing around no we're not gonna go and help ang like no we need to stay, stay here right here defend. and i was like why are you being like you're 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 pooping on the party right now like what are you doing but yeah. then we get we get into his story of what it is all the men yeah. left his father said, you must protect everyone. You must grow up more or quicker than maybe you may have thought you have had to. So he right. always, but he still had that little, well, they didn't even play on the goofiness in the beginning. As a while, they, he started becoming more, because why he no longer had to really protect the village. Yeah, he's and he's pulled out this, of his element so much. Yes, exactly. He's like, I don't know what's going on at any time, but I'm Let gonna, me just rely on good old boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> old Get, me boomerang. Out. <laughs> Get me out of any trouble. Oh, oh yeah, like and then Katara, Katara, oh sweet God. sweet Katara. I miss her. Oh, you're cutting up. Never mind, you're back. Nope, I but, can't hear anything. Just keep quiet. Once no. I see it, it mess up. It's, oh. the weather up here is just bad. I'm, I'm, I'm mad. This is happening now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Katara's her character development rivals Zuko's 
Yes. Well, fire yeah. and water. Oh, yeah. Fire and water, ironically. I shit Which, them forever. And, yo, they, oh, I knew you was a Zutara. Oh, my God. I was Zutara. And that that they moment in the cave. So cute. That moment in the you, cave. And, when she's healing. Oh, my. When she's like, I can heal your scar. And I'm like, oh, yes, do it. A million toxic women cried out at that moment. Because and that, yeah. even when I was young, I'm like, why are people rooting? Relationship, anger, hangs. Ah. And but that, and that was the first, <laughs> and I, that is the first example of why this shit was an anime, because mm-hmm. you know you know why because remember around the same time Naruto's around, so you had your Naruto, I mean your Sasuke and your Sakura, and y'all motherfuckers took that. I didn't ship trans- that. I did not ship trans- that shit. It's the same thing as Zuko and no. Katara. It's the same. Sasuke, Zuko. Well, I was about to say Zuko didn't try to kill Katara. Yes, he did. Never mind. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Never mind. Exactly. You see. I, was, I, I watched this shit in real time where it was the same people. And, and, and funny enough, at least you could take that way. Maybe it might not have been an anime because if it was an anime anime, 100% they would have had uh, Katara and Zuko together. Oh, yeah, they, definitely. Because, but... because it, like the hero never gets the girl he likes in most of the things. Like Harry Potter, even though to this day, JK says she regrets not making Harry and Hermione an actual thing. Oh, I liked Hermione. But it, but it's always like the, 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 the hero gets his own girl. And he got the little friends. sister, though. Yeah, yeah, he did. He got banged his sister. <laughs> banged yeah. girl, banged his sister. <laughs> but yeah, so like the, that Zutara shippers, because it was Katang, that's what they called. Katang. And Katang. Katang, which I, Katang and then Zutara. And I remember I was in it because I was big and like, I'm, I was on the message board. I was an Avatar fanatic, like, back yeah. then. I was with the, oh my God, like, I was in it, so I'd be watching shippers like fuck y'all, y'all Katang shippers. I used to watch AMV videos where they they're pitting them against each other. Like, see, no, it's canon like, for but the longest time. Their storylines and character development line up so perfectly and become polar opposites at one point. It's just perfect. Like they both have the mom thing yeah. going on where they lost their moms due to the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. Um Katara starts feeding into her rage at the same time Zuko's kind of toning his down. So I feel like they're able to balance each other really well. Yeah, Yeah, they balance each other really well. Like when she went to her bloodbending thing and Zuko was like, what the fuck are you doing? Be like, whoa, this is a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah, he didn't know about it yet because at that point she had to, but she had never used it up again from until that moment. But yeah, yeah, that because even at the end of season one where like he, he finally they make it to the north and they're having a big battle and he kidnaps Aang and she goes after him mind you one thing about her skills which I love is she was a prodigy it not yeah. a lot of focus she is the best bender on the show yes she is yeah by far I mean you could say tough with her earth but in terms of like skill development Katara was that bitch like she was she like she learned really quickly too very I think that's quick. what that's what that's what it is. I think yeah. Toph like developed her own skill before we even saw her. So we, yeah. she was already an established. Yeah, Katara, like really by the end thunder. of like, Siege of the North, she was, she was one on one with the master. The yeah. master's like, I'm just. But then, then he trained and like they, she was the best waterbender by season. It's two. Like, there's no more yeah. I can teach you. And then the fact that she was able to, um, completely teach an avatar how to yeah. bend. The fact that she was the chosen one to teach him how to bend right shortly after. She was learning like her own, yeah. Her own skills. She just, she's like, I, I take to this. 
I yeah. take to this like she took to well, I mean she's water tribe, so obviously and well the thing and then what tribe. I also like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our, cut out you, after I said water tribe. Uh, you cut out. Yeah, this is so, so. bad. Oh, <laughs> I want to talk so much, but it's like it's hurting my, my ego right now. But like even like when they go into the styles of their abilities with fires, raid, like the different martial arts content. Cause do you remember back when you used to watch it? They used to have those little shorts. And they had the guy that was the actual Kung Fu master. I guess he mother, I think he was a consultant. And he would show what style was based on what version of Kung Fu. Yeah. Yeah. So like Tai Chi was airbending. Um, I think judo was supposed to be fire. Sure. I, I think so. Yeah. We'll go with, uh, that. Go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember I, I watched it, but yeah, so it's like but I remember like, when they I remember when yeah. they when they did that, when they went over like, yeah, each element is a different um martial art is yeah. a different martial art and then you could tell too when um katara steals the scroll the water scroll yeah and you could see the different movements mm-hmm. that she's doing like when you see the movements on that scroll and stuff too you can clearly see there it's martial arts yeah yeah I, I, and even when they break it down like why ang can learn certain abilities like he could learn water balance because it was similar to ear yeah so it was the Earth same movement just... but then then we get to him it's learning the from complete Paul, opposite of and he had to struggle with it because he had to stand your oh that like I mean, we can move on to season two, but like that scene with Toph, that is my favorite. Blind Bandit and him actually learning it oh. uh, was my favorite episode because it's literally about facing yourself, your nature, who you are. You have to be bigger than who you think you used to be, Ang. So you Wait. have to. N- Before we go into oh, season yeah, yeah. two, yeah, we-, we have to talk. Did they meet the Kiyoshi Warriors in season? Oh uh, yes, I, I'm sorry. And then we also the um the moon, the moon, <laughs> the moon. <laughs> And then Aang going into Avatar state. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. there's so much in there's, season there, one. There's a lot to this show. And, this, and mind you, it's, it, I mean, each episode was about 23 episodes a season. So it's about, about 70-something episodes and all. But it, there was so much packed in these three seasons. Still so much. It was just. But yeah, but yeah. Like, um, when you sit back and think on it, you're like, at that point, it was only season one. Like, it's just so There was a lot going much. on. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, we do got to talk about the one pickup, which it was the episode, The Great Divide. Oh, really? what was really? up in that? It was useless. It, it was it was literally it was filler. a filler. It so was, it's an anime. A, Perfect. A terrible right. filler. Like to the point when when in season three, when they do the Ember Island players, they're like, oh, that's the Great Divide. And they make the joke. Eh, let's keep going. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. That's what that joke was. They, that was like we don't know why we did that episode. It was it, it was, was filler. It, it's it's just I like skip any that anime. episode every time. I still watch it just because I'm now aware that it's filler, so <laughs> I'll skip it now. <laughs> I still like that episode though. I think it's a it's a nice it's a nice break because that's in season two, right? Season one. That's okay. in season one. Even yeah. still, it was, it's a nice little it's uh, a nice fun episode. Saturday, it's a good Saturday to morning me, episode. I got out of that episode. I felt like that was Aang's little test run on trying yeah. to like how to be a leader, be how a, to be a leader, how to solve just, issues. Yeah. To, yeah. And just how long he still had to go. Cause he struggled so bad with those people. And then, yes. and then, but he helps them solve a um, huge conflict and help them go back in time to like find a out. Dirty no, little wire. Like, Oh no. Like they were actually the, the, the people you guys are talking about that stole the orb or whatever they're actually babies like <laughs> so to me i felt like that just kind of helped that, with, but that, that's it was what like the him was. learning how to like be 
be the avatar a little bit in that conflict solving kind of avatar he had to yeah. kind of but yeah like I, I, looking back now that's definitely a a filler so okay all right never mind <laughs> never mind oh and then at the end of season one don't we meet um azula finally that last episode? well no we see her face he says your brother has failed i'm sending you to go and capture the avatar yeah, yeah. so she makes her appearance we, we see end. her face yeah and not but, realizing not that no, yo, she this, was that bitch yo she was I had, 14 by the way yes remember yeah. she's 14 year old so 14 years old Blue fire i, I have permanent hate because she never lost the, no. she's the, the whole show she you know what beat her she beat herself yeah yep. but she and that's what pissed me off about her because she was so fucking good and Thank honestly, you. that's another criteria. I feel like when it comes to anime villains, yeah. is yeah. you have such an overpowered character that if you you, if yourself. if the heroes or the main characters can't defeat them, yeah, they have to end up. You have they end up defeating themselves. Yeah. They end up being their own greatest downfall. That that's another trope right there. Put it put it knock it in. And what I had liked about like season one, that's why I called it No Hope because they won. They yeah. they 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 had to do something. It was a quick. A quick threat with an enemy that you won't see again with Commander Zhao. That mm-hmm. was like a four-bolt. I can compare him to um, the current... What was his name? That was on the Death Star. I said, Mimif, fire and ready. That guy. That oh, was a foil okay. to like Zuko's or Darth Vader's type of thing. So I always compared him to that. But he had a goal. He, he almost accomplished it. But then he lost. In a, and you was never seen again. But for that season, he served his purpose. And they, they left with a win. Yeah. And it's like, what comes next? Wait, how have we not discussed one of the most fan favorite characters yet? Who? Uncle Iroh. I was saving Iroh. Oh, well, he's in character. He's, he's, he's in season one. one. And then when, when it comes to the um, um, season finale, when they're finally at the, the, um, the North. Showed his true colors, yep. Yeah when he was like yeah i understand like we have a mission and we're fire nation but you can't fuck with the spirits like the spirit world you know what's funny i don't think he was ever loyal to the mission uh i he was loyal to zuko of course and he was i felt like in a way you might be right yeah if you watch season one he was never loyal like because on the beginning of my arrows, of course, he lost his son at Boston Say, and that broke him. Then he went on a spiritual journey please that we don't find. Uh, please save it, <laughs> okay. David. Don't do that, right? Please, oh, come on. Oh, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to hold on, please. But like we know, he lost his son at Boston Say. It's always they always crown him for oh the great General Iro that lost it. But the man lost his son, and he was broken. He was supposed to be Fire Lord. He was yeah. supposed to be the great conqueror, the greatest warrior. He, he was broken. He went on his spiritual journey and he changed. I think what I wrote at that time is that he realized this is not the way. Because I'm pretty sure he was part of the Order of the White Lotus at this point. We just didn't know yeah. it. So yeah, yeah, he, he was going was. through like, I'm going to support my son. But he's, he never did anything to 100% say I'm the bad guy. He was just always chilling until you until at point with the moon spirit. And he's like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. yeah don't do that and then then we see him stepped up and like no we're not doing this mm-hmm. and he was always his biggest concern was was zuko yes, and zuko... making sure that that zuko was okay yeah was was okay because he knew daddy issues were 
intense there. Zuko became the surrogate for his son. Like he's like, I lost one son. I'm not gonna lose another one of my family to this war, to this yeah. this ego of my great my grandfather followed, and I'm gonna follow. We're losing kids to this. Like that's that was also the message that both sides are affected by this conflict. Like we're not winning. We're not the leaders. My son died because I was I thought I had to conquer this. Lynn, instead of instead of him and being home and us being uh, having a family, I lost that. So him mm-hmm. watching after Zuko became the surrogate. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'll support you, and hopefully you learn your lesson. But if you don't, I'm still gonna watch your back until it came to Edway. It's like, all right, I have to make a choice, and he did. Oh, I made myself sad. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't get to that episode sad. yet, and you just then you just jumped to the saddest scene well that's the first thing i think when i when as soon as you say oh yeah he lost his song i'm like yeah and then it's mako ends up dying and then that was his last role that was the last thing uh, that was his last season yeah and then because then at the end of it's like in memory of my i'm young i didn't realize what it meant until i was like oh no that's the guy that voices him (gasps) and i was like yeah Yeah. Oh, oh God. Oh God. Okay. Why am I crying in the club right now? (laughs) Okay. All right. So, okay. Briefly also we get introduced to, um, Avatar Kiyoshi. The bitch. That's another bad bitch right there. I'd love for them to do a whole season, like another season. Just They have the material to do it too. Cause the book, they have her book out. So it basically tells her own story. So they can easily. Yeah. I know there's a separate like comics for, for all of this. They're doing, um, I think they just came out with the comic for the first, um, air avatar. I forgot her name. name. Um, Oh, was he his, how did the cycle go though? The first Avatar was five, um, uh, young. But he wasn't a bit. He was just given all of the. Well, the first element he got, because the way he got the elements is the way the cycle goes. Yeah. yeah. So I think the fire was the first element that he had gotten. Yes. So then so it the, would have been fire. Wait. Then, yeah. Earth. No. I fire, was... air, water, earth. Water, yeah, yeah, yeah. Earth. So yeah. the first air avatar would be after him. So the next mm-hmm. one that was born was going to be. So it's basically about the second avatar. Okay. Yeah, because she would have been the first reborn or male. Was it a male or female? They said it's a female. Yeah, so she would have been the first one reborn as from him. Okay. Yeah. Well, they just yeah. like I said, they just released a um. Oh, I gotta watch that comic on her. Also, I love the little detail in Avatar, like where the the next one kind of looks like your past lover so like Korra kind of has similar features to Katara and if you like look back at the past ones they have similar features yeah are you sure I I think that's the thing that they mentioned already I thought that was just because of like well I mean because like each yeah each tribe well each each element has very distinct features. Yeah, that could be it too. But because yeah, they, they each, and that was the I like that theory. Yeah, it's like each nation is based off an actual nation. Like Earth Kingdom is China. Yeah, Fire Nation is Japan. The Inuit is for the the North and South Water tribes, mm-hmm. and Air Nomads was based on the Tibetan monks. Yeah, does the map just, actually play, go that way as well? Uh, no, no, the map. Well, looks no, yeah, because Fire, Fire Nation is in the south. <laughs> Fire Nation is in the south. Air Nomad is Air Nomad is scattered around. Earth Kingdom is just that one big continent. Okay. They had the main big continent, and then tribes was at the poles. 
Okay. Honorable okay. mentions for characters introduced in season one is um Cabbage Jet. Man. Okay. Oh, and Jet. We got Oh Jet. Oh God. Jet. <laughs> Jet. That was my one of my other shifts with Katara. Yeah. Katara and Jet. But when he came back another season, I was like, yeah, no, you're a little bitch now. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> but and then Suki. Suka. Suki plays a huge role in the season finale. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the last season. Oh my gosh. I love Suki. I, love Suki. I didn't think, and that's what I like. And that's the other thing that with about that Mizanne. It's supporting cast are pretty good. <laughs> like other than yes. the four, the supporting cast stepped up where it's like, yes, they these guys are back. And they kept coming back. That's what I like. They wasn't just a lot of them may have been one on one and done, but even ones you thought, all right, they're not coming back. And then they come back and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the people they meet um when earthbending is um when they get locked up on the ship because earthbending's yes, uh-huh. banned. Even mm-hmm. the the father and son that they met oh, there yeah, comes yeah. back. When they go to the where they uh, we go to the guy that like took over one of the air temples and turned into like a technological model. Mm-hmm. And we begin to see Sokka's advantage to the group his ingenuity his technical yeah. mindset and then it all and we didn't know it at the time it was laying groundwork for season three where they got one of the airships they got the little and it's like this will turn the tide of the war which i will say is very quick how they adapted that technology yeah because in the timeline was... it was only about six months it wasn't a long time but yet you had full-on airships <laughs> sheesh yeah i guess the technology progressing over the series as well was really quick very quick oh my gosh but then if you look at our technology the way it is now look at what we're doing that is true we five really- years ago this wasn't possible you know how i know i've been we've been doing second rounds for a while <laughs> More than five <laughs> seconds. we couldn't do this shit because if this was an option we would have done it and it would have saved us a lot of late nights literally around now we'd be recording all the way in like far away and we'd have to drive so even this is big so technology can once you get one piece of inspiration, you just, it's not that far for technology to constantly yeah. build yeah. up like they did it now. Because I know a lot of people's like, like by the time you got to Korra, how could they have all of this? Okay, look at time 50 years ago. And Korra took place 70 years, a, a little more than, seven, no, yeah, about like 60, 70 years from the ending of yeah. the last event. Look at, um, look at, I'd say even less than that, because Aang died really young. Yeah, he died. He was about 56 when he died. 156 well 100 and, and but then they said that was why like normally he would live longer but the the 112 100 years he started thawing out a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah like the 100 years kind of caught up to him and he used up whatever cachet he would have to live long so he died that's why he died with 50 at so young yeah. that was like the byproduct of that he's not supposed to die that young avatars don't die that young even in unless it's in battle or something. that's what i for the longest i always thought that maybe he died in like this super epic, amazing battle and had like this amazing send off. But nah, it's like, oh, it's just old age. Like, like I use up a lot of my time, guys. I'm really here longer. Yeah. I'm technically one of the oldest. No, Kyoshi was what, 200? And they said Kyoshi was I like 205. Like 400. Maybe I'm No, right. not that. No? Nah, she was like 200. She was old. She was, she old. was an old bad bitch. <laughs> what she, that's the only she, way I can describe her. Yeah. Why did she live? Like, how did she live so long, though? That's. She I was, never really understood that. Because avatars tend to live long. They, they're not supposed, like I said, they're not supposed to die young. But she was the oldest living avatar, though. That's. Because she took care of business. She didn't have yeah. much stress. It's like, all right, you fucked up. Bye. 
She, she was, she was stressed. Yeah. She caused stress on others. Yeah, she was like the exactly. Chuck Norris of her time. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> she didn't have to deal with a bunch of conflict. She's like, yeah, during my time, there was a conflict. I stepped in. I took care of it and kept it moving. Mm-hmm. Not like everyone else. I mean, Roku died in the damn volcano. Yeah. yeah. So, and so they each. So and but see, look, that's how crazy this show is that we're able to go deep into a lore like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my like, God. That's we're what talking I love. about yes. this as if this was these things. These things were mentioned in passing on the show. Yeah. The world that was created with Avatar Last Evan was so rich and deep and that you can pull so much out. And of course, we had the comics and all this other content, but it was so that you can say, yeah, this shit was a real place. And that's one of the great things that they did with this show is that, and their world building is, that's why it's one of the best because second to none. That's why. Yeah. Like you were saying, I love how you could literally pick any small little thing in Avatar and there is seven Reddit thread, um, yeah. Reddit threads about it. You can just explore it so much further. Even like it's such a rabbit hole. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can find the smallest character who's maybe in like one episode, and there's just a whole, a whole thing on them. A whole backstory. Yeah. Like like what? Like an anime. Like an anime. <laughs> <Andrea>. on, <laughs> okay, I've got some two. other points that you've mentioned <laughs> that make me. Mm. Yeah, okay, I will yeah. say. I will say so far, I understand what you're saying, but one of the things with anime is that their fight scenes last so many episodes. And not Avatar's all. Not, it depends on the, a lot. Yeah. Not all. Like, it depends Hunter, on the Hunter, Hunter, that fight. That's, 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 no, 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 no. We know that. Please reference our previous Dragon episode Ball. for that. Yes, scene. please refer. But you got to look at the <laughs> time period for those shows compared to way fight scenes play out. Dragon Ball Z also those is, fight you scenes. Can't, you can't. And look, look what you're comparing it to the 90s. New, yeah. new anime fight scenes last an episode. Also, you're calling that. them comics and not manga because they well, are we, comics. Yeah, but, but, but you know what I'm saying? Itself. I'm well, just, because, because those are the, just points that I'm adding up in Yeah, my okay, head. but with that, because at, at the end of the day, those are still American stuff. So that's why yeah, you would that's say that's what I'm saying. It's but American. I'm weird dressing the actual show in terms of the show that was. That's why I'm saying yeah. I wouldn't just. Isn't call Teen it a Titans considered anime? an anime, but it has comics? Is Teen Titan considered an anime? That's enough. That's I mean, a, if you okay, never mind. Teen, that's a whole separate episode. Whole if you consider <laughs> Teen Titans or anything like that an anime, then yes. I would consider that's, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a that's a that's a conversation for another time. Okay, with Teen Titans. never mind. But in terms Moving of on but to yeah, <laughs> season, season two. two. Moving yeah. on, which we get introduced to. This is my least favorite season because it makes me really sad. By the and way, and that that's why it's good, and that's why I compared. To I the can't Empire watch Strikes this back. season. They, people say this is the best. It's the best season because this it's is the where best things, season. I can't watch it though. It, it opens so up sad. everything. Your world it opens, opens up. it takes a turn. You and you get introduced, though, to Bad. a lot of characters world. that are yeah. just yeah. that and, and a lot of a lot of ideals and situations and, and things that are just making the um Aang's mission to defeat the Fire Lord just seem even further away than yes. than the, and not mm-hmm. even possible, yeah. At some points, um, like um, the whole bossing say. Yeah, like I still am like, what? What happened? There is no bossing say. Like I'm still like, what happened in bossing say? Like bossing and bossing say is an example of if you compare it to now like Russia. Well, no, I'm not gonna say Russia. Like in terms of 
isolationism of media controlling propaganda, North Korea. North Korea, and like in terms of deny the masses the truth so we can they can live in blissful ignorance. So they can like, ignore it, yeah. Ignore it. We have big walls, which again, we're chi- China, fucking, let's be real, it's China. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the of, there is no problem, there is no war, there is there no, no threat. We're safe say. within our walls. Nothing can happen to us. We're good. But meanwhile, you have the armies of that's out there in the open space, not it with the safety that's fighting this war. Families are losing their lives. But in Bossing say life there is, is good. Yeah. We have balls that you can attend. We have the good life. It's separated in districts between the disenfranchised and the elite. Bossing say is so well put together in the again, this is and this is the toward the later end half of the season. This isn't even when we begin when they're yeah. out there where they're seeing these like how this war is affecting people on this level. Zuko and Iroh's basically on a road, on a journey where Zuko's finding out the truth. They were oh. building Zuko up to learn how Zuko alone, that episode, oh my, is one of the best episodes. Oh, when he's um the um blue just, um yeah. the blue No no blue blue spirit was episode one where he had went to kidnap Aang to save Aang. Well, I'm t- well when he goes on his own and he and he where still you, has yeah. that yeah and well he didn't have the mask, he just had the swords. Oh, I thought he had the mask in season nah, nah, two. Nah, nah, yeah, he didn't so, have the mask. In okay, that yeah, was just him. Like he told him, like Uncle, we have nothing more to learn from each other, and he went on on, on his way. <laughs> and then he went into the town, and he sees how they're displaced. And it's like, I hate the Fire Nation. He's like, Oh, oh word, no, I'm from somewhere else. And then yeah, I got the scar from a guy. Fire Nation attack too. Yeah, yeah yes, like, which I mean, it's not a lie. No, right. <laughs> it's like, how'd you heat up that tea? Oh, I don't know. Not firebending. I don't know what you're talking about. My breath's hot. My breath's hot. (laughs) Like he's that was him seeing whatever propaganda he was fed as a child or whatever he was taught. This now you're in the real world. Now you're seeing no. This is it's not all. You're not the greatest nation. You're not. You guys are dictators. You are the worst. Yeah. And so and he he got to see how people affected in poverty where these guys come and bandits come take over life. The son went to fight in the army. It was so freaking, and this is a kid show on Nickelodeon, and the tackling themes of war and displacement and economic strife and Zuko's propaganda and propaganda, and he's seeing this through his eyes. This rebellion, rebellion. This season was building him up to toward that ending that we thought, okay, he's seen it, he's seen the truth, he's learning his lesson, and that's why Mm. when you get to where we get to, (laughs) it's like wow. It, it's it's mm. a, it's a it's a it's a punch <laughs> to the gut, which they knew what they what what they were doing with, it. and I, I give them props because that's great storytelling. And it's realistic like, to it. me because I feel like if someone's like starting to question if they're on the right side of things yeah. or not, mm-hmm. there's not going to be an instant flip. You're gonna waver. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna realistically, you're gonna waver, and then once your fa- especially once your family starts tempting you into like, oh no, like. We'll give you your honor back. And his sis, his sister getting involved, and she is just the queen of master manipulation, narcissistic, gaslighting, everything. She gaslight got, gatekeep girl boss. That's yes, that yeah. bitch. She's that She's bitch. That bitch. Yo, yeah. I introduced to Azula was so downplayed because it's like, okay, hey guys, I'm here to take you home. We're gonna come. We yeah, you're yeah. welcome. And then like they're looking. I really didn't trust her, but he's like, oh, I guess we're allowed. And I was like. I yeah, know. I wrote the entire time. You knew I wrote because he knows. Like, he's like, I know, I know you. I always wanted a fight between her and Iroh. 
Oh, they, we never that got that. We, yeah. we, the closest we get is like when they're about to get on the thing and they're like, all right, we're taking the prisoners home. And she gets pissed because her plan was working. Mm-hmm. But it, and that's always her problem is that trusting other people. And that's why she's like, I'm going to go get my own team of badasses because these motherfuckers suck. I can't yeah. trust them. They're going to fuck up. And then like she's about to do it and Iroh does the redirection. I was like, and he just throws in the wall. I said, no, beat kick her But it's like, still my niece. I can't do it. Yeah. Okay, so like we said, we're in season two. So I think the most pivotal moment of the show is when we realized like, oh, was um, when they are in the desert and everything that comes afterwards because they're going there to find the library. Oh, wait. Um, Well, we didn't touch it. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, we didn't 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 get to the dance. The blind, well, another one of my favorite episodes, her introduction, because like that, oh, season two worst that I didn't really like was the swamp. I skipped that as well. I like really? the swamp because they I come back. Like the, yeah, they come back. I was like, oh, they, they brought the hillbillies back? Okay. I didn't like the hillbillies. Episode. I like the swamp because it was, it, it, it kind of went into the more spiritual. Yeah. The It's played on the spirit world. It was a weird episode, Very. but I liked it because I don't know. I, I like the swamp. They grow me. I, it's Florida man. It's Florida I man. Also, I also like it because I feel like it It didn't introduce, like, it kind of introduced a new type of bending or a new way to, like, water bend, alter, too. Yeah. 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 Some like bending, bending, you would say. Yeah. 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 So we kind of, I feel like that's kind of the first instance where we get, like, a sub bending, and then it kind of just, we get into blood was that, bending. Was that and, the same episode with where light, the concept of lightning was introduced? Um, when, when was lightning introduced in because it was in season one was it that when she tried to do it to zuko and then that's when i had redirected her and do it was that, it that was in season the, one it was season was two it? season two it was season season two Zuko was the first one to do it yes well technically if we're talking about sub bending getting introduced um i believe towards the end of season one they are snow bending that's that's, well, that's water that, that's water no, that's it from- was Azula because yeah, her first introduction is when they're on the boat and she's practicing with yeah. the twins and she's doing and you're first seeing the um, move and I'm like, wait, and then like oh, that whole thing of actually like fire and the energy and like twisting it like that's when this sh- I'm telling you this show got so because like oh shit that could be possible if you can do yeah. fire you can and yeah so that thing that was her introduction and I think then the swamp bending of okay the water and the plants can be manipulated. Which was slowly leading to as we get to see to do the, the the real tough shit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure those were things that people thought of, like, well, if you could do water and plants, why can't you do blood? And then when they finally had did introduced it, it was like that was like up. one of my favorite episodes. And, oh, and yeah, like, that you, was my you, favorite episode. <laughs> it's like, oh, you guys went there. Like, and that's the thing about it. so it wasn't a shame of going to like go there with certain things. Like, yeah, yeah no, and then Cor- as much hate as Cora gets, Cora brought it to a whole nother level of going. Well, there yeah. with certain styles of bending yes, i was yes. like oh this is this is possible but <laughs> we'll talk about that towards the end yeah. but um okay so yeah we get introduced to toff blind bandit most badass character that, in the that show fight scene when she took them all on and you're seeing her style of of how Ooh, and she's so unassuming last we <laughs> heard was you saying you're seeing her style oh. of oh yeah you're seeing yes you're seeing her style of bending where you're feeling the vibration because she's and of she's by and she's the most powerful bender out there and it's just um oh, amazing 
you're like seeing what she feels i think that's so the way that they like animated that that's so cool wait so to backtrack a little bit just because Toph tells us later that um Toph tells us later that she learned her um bending through the um are they called badger moles moles. yeah the badger moles so back in season one we got introduced to them with the um secret tunnel season two that's that was season two two? yeah before they met Toph yeah, it was before they met Toph. Okay, through the mountain. Yeah. And, and with the almost kiss between that pissed off you Zutara shippers. <laughs> oh, God. Because you I never was... know if they kissed or not. I loved it. I, they did because they the tunnel did. got yeah, they lit did. up. Yeah. We all know what happened. We know. We know. We see what's going on. <laughs> it was on. the tunnel of love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and they followed through the whole myth of the, they had to kiss the light. It, it happened. Okay. Oh, okay. That was season. That was season two. Okay. But yeah. So we get introduced to Toph. She said she learns her ways through the badger moles, find out that she is um, part of the richest family in Ba Sing Se. And yeah, and she's just like, fuck it. I want to go on an adventure. I hate this lifestyle. I hate the lit. Stop protecting me. Yeah, the aristocratic of, oh, she's disabled, she's blind, which was very good at the time of teaching that lesson that your disability or whatever is an ability. Because it gave her one of the biggest advantages of this style of bending is that she can't see. So it's she, like, when you hit the floor, she feels it. Everything, she she can tell when people are lying. That's freaking yeah. genius. How they turn that, like, the lesson that, and it probably inspired a lot of kids or, like, thing, like, maybe they're, it's like, no. Because like, they do say when you lose a, a, a sense, all the other ones get heightened. So they just put this on a, a gigantic level. And I love that message that it gave at that time. And to this day, still now, a lot of kids are inspired by that. Oh yeah, and she invents a whole, she invents a whole separate subdivision of bending that just takes the world. That literally changes the the world. Yeah, I love how she does it too. Like she's just in this like metal prison, and and they're like, "Ha ha, you can't get out of there." And she's like, "Ha ha, you're wrong." Yeah, and And she's just banging on it, and all of a sudden she feels the the minerals, and she's like, "Oh shit, this is rocks." Tough, you rock. And, and yeah. it's and at that time it's when the the master is telling Ang about that everything is connected, even the finest thing. And then you see her do it, and say, like, "Oh, was that it. when he had to he, detach himself?" Yeah, where he's getting through the chakras. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, that I loved how that was synced up. Yeah, and, as he's saying then, that, you just see Toph sensing, sensing the, the, oh, the, that the, was beautifully the, the synced up. And then when she yells, "I'm the greatest earthbender in the world." And don't you done the heads for Gally? That's yeah. my girl. That's right. You go. She said, I bet. <laughs> Jesse Flower. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, but... it was. Well, I mean, we didn't even talk about Boomy. I <laughs> kept meaning King. to bring him up. I kept bringing Boomy. their meeting up Boomy with Boomy. his. And... Oldest oh. hell, but yet, well, again, one of them, because he was supposed to be the, his angst teacher. That's who they originally was going to get. Like, yeah, but. That was the message that we're not going to get the old sensei masses. We're going to get these young, young people to do it that can be on the journey. That's going through their own things as well. That'll help Aang. And they all bond over that. That's, what I, that's when you realize, oh, yeah, Zuko's definitely going to be a spy Because they mm-hmm. also, in season one, try to get Zhang Zhang. But Zhang yeah. Zhang's like, you're not ready. You have, to, you have to respect the order. And I think that's what they were telling him at the time. And that's yeah. when Katara discovered her healing abilities. Yes, exactly. Like you have to respect the order of how it's done. Don't just try to jump the line, so to speak. Yeah. Fire needs to be your last one because you need to learn earth. You need to learn stand your ground because fire is actually a combination of both. 
mm-hmm. of being aggressive. You're not aggressive, and you're an airbender. So no. you have to learn these other traits that come with the other forms of bending in order to be ready for your, because it's almost like every other one is your opposite. Yeah. That's yeah. how, that's how it's so like the water, you would have to learn earth, then you would learn the fire. So it was always the opposite of what you, your nature is. And, it, oh. and it's again, those deep little details. Gosh, it's so that, soothing. Just, yes. Oh, it's so <laughs> soothing how well thought out this was. This, it was just... like, that's why I'm like, you got to put this as one at the top because, it's so again, like like you said, Andrea, it's thought out. Yeah, it was. They knew where they were going. That's why they could introduce characters in season one. They can set the stage because they knew the end game. They knew how things. They up. knew they, where they were going from the very yeah. beginning. They knew what they wanted. They knew where they wanted to end, and they just they stuck to it. And then, like then, when they get do have to do with fight, and then oh, then um, Azula with her people, with oh. um, May and and. Ty Lee with her skill with the chi blocking, which I was like, that's a fucked up power. Sparky boom boom man. Sparky. Well, I that's also, season three. <laughs> well yeah, well, yeah, and, yeah. yeah, but <laughs> I read another theory online that Ty Lee is actually a descendant of airbenders because of how she moves. And I think that's I've seen that too. I've seen I've seen that I somewhat that, recently within yeah. the past year. That yeah, she's possibly that a descendant. But and it makes sense connected. because of how her event? how yeah. her um personality is. She's very yeah just go with she's go with the flow she's very like ang she's, she's like she was like friend. ang in that way like yeah i just want to have fun run away from my responsibilities join the circus yeah have fun yeah, yeah it was very simple but, but yet very nomadic like with yeah, exactly. with the and she was never the one to try and like escalate things like she's no. there to help like capture people but she friend. was never going to be the one to like actually kill someone if they needed to unlike eh, I, I feel like May, May would have, May would have killed. And that, oh, yeah. too, that but. was crazy because even their friendship dynamic, like May was in it, like she was just bored with everything. I'm just, I'm bored. I'm going to, I'll go with you. But they knew how effed up Azula was as their friend. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's like, look, I don't, let's just do like the way Tylee said, I'm not going to join you. And then Azula does it the anyway when she's doing the trick and they made it more dangerous. Tylee in her mind, even though she's like, yeah, okay, I'll just join you. She it was, was almost like, it was self-preservation, like, you're fucked up. I'm not going to push you more than need because it, it just hurts me. Like, yeah. there's those little shades that y'all ladies like to do with each other. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to smile in your face, but I hate your fucking passive aggressive friendship. Oh my God. Yeah. I've, seen, I've been around <sighs> it. I've seen it. It is. No, it's scary. That's why I don't have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> it is just... the scariest shit out because I'll be just standing like, like if, if me and my boys are there and we're seeing them, I'm like, Yo, y'all, y'all see this shit? Yeah, just let's just stay back and stay out of it. <laughs> I just no recently to... told someone too that when it comes to like women, if you hear two girls calling each other bitch and all that, they're friends, they're fine. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you hear like, hey sweetie, hey honey, <laughs> oh my god, no, run, that's run and <laughs> and that's run. how I feel like their friendship was. That's how they're friends. Like, yes. When they're like, hey girly. Yeah, hey girly. Yeah. A sweetie, sweet. Someone sweetie. calls, if another girl calls me sweetie, stop. You're triggering. Hands. Please. Sorry. I, okay. I, All right. Please. Oh my God. But that, right. that's, so. that's what the, what's the uncomfortability of watching that. Anytime they would get, yes, they yeah. were, but when they were interacting, I was like, I don't like this. Like it was unsettling bit. it was Mm-mm. and we see unsettling. it come to a head in season that and that's that's what you about the show that all these things that were building by the time we had gotten to season three they we see them unfold and we got payoff 
and, that, and that's the thing about a lot of shows. They don't give you the payoff. They invest a lot in these things and they give you nothing back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, you got a full, well, there was one thing that I felt like was kind of, we were given the short and the stick up, but I'll save that for, yeah. for later. But, yeah. But like but, you said, um, like going back to when we went to the desert. Yeah. I was just about to say going back to the desert because I want to go back. Cause this moment is, um, I believe parts of this moment, like Appa being kidnapped in the desert, won an award. Stressful. It, yeah. it won an award for, for shedding light on animal abuse. Um, and animal Oppa's trafficking apple's lost, lost days that episode yeah yeah oh, won yeah. awards for like shedding light on um animal cruelty and abuse and, and trafficking and all of that oh. though but so they end up in the desert because they have to find the um the, the library, library to give yeah. them knowledge on sozin's comet the library scene was beautifully done was beautiful with the owl I yeah. love how neutral the owl was at the yes. end of the day. Like, like just, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Leave like, me out of this. Everyone thinks they're on the right side of the war. Like, yeah. no, you're not doing this. Now I'm going to bring this whole shit down. <laughs> yes. Like, it's, like, it's like, yo, people are dying. I don't care. I told you, you can't use this. And yeah. you know what's funny? I would love to see. And I think if they really do more expanding this work, we want to see the initial conflict that caused them to be like that. Oh, my God. Because I don't amazing. think it was the, the I don't think it was the fire nation because what did the owl say he had said oh there was someone in here he referenced and I trusted yeah i want to know because i don't think it was the initial war like the war that no, we're fighting no, no. now no no this was years. i want to know what started that. which avatar was was mm, i mean was avatar? it even an avatar yeah no but i want to know like which avatar oh, was, under like, which reign yeah. under which yeah. reign of the avatar that happened because that had to been for him to bring an entire library down and be and like, hide it well he hid it first button he's like if you make it here you can learn just don't use it for what because the, the circumstance of something that happened that we the world is open to find out about and it's like it changed his perspective like none of you can do it there's and no that's, sides that's why like you were saying earlier that you can take these small little details and just yeah so many like things. that library is such a black hole that i can't wait after this to go online and just read more <laughs> and more into because i know it's out there somewhere yeah about what happened with with this like i said i just want to know what rain what, yeah. what 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 avatar was was reigning at that moment when he was just like fuck all of you none of this is <laughs> happening anymore just but, that was one episode though, that's books. the thing yep one episode and he left it left so much history on the table yes it did and then of course we find out about um sozin's comment too which is a huge changing no, point no we we find out about the eclipse we know oh, the, about sorry, the eclipse not eclipse. sozin's comment. we yeah. find out about the eclipse um which was I was very surprised by the eclipse and the turn. I wasn't expecting it to go that way, but um, is that the end of season two or beginning of season three? That is no, that is what, what's what we're finding about the eclipse. That was no, no. When the eclipse happens. Oh yeah. Season three. That's the big thing. That's the beginning at this. Oh, that's, that's the halfway point of season three. Okay. Okay. Cause they use that. that yeah, yeah. End of season the two half, or, or season yeah, three. Point. Okay. Yeah. I don't but, think... Oh, anyway, keep going. Sorry. Oh, but while they are in the library, our beloved i can't believe we haven't mentioned appa or momo up until this point because they're so much there's so much (laughs) that's the problem we're trying to get through everything but yes yeah but bradley baker doing both of their voices (laughs) but we are introduced we are we are 
brokenhearted when Abba yeah. is kidnapped by a whole bunch of sandbenders. This is honestly, I've seen this show a couple times. I stop. I skip right it here. Yeah. It's I, hard. It's so I don't hard watch to watch. Those I don't watch that. I don't watch. And poor Momo him. the entire time. Yeah, he's lost his best friend. It's and too painful. It's to watch that episode. it's hard. It is even hard. knowing like he'll come back eventually. It's just because he doesn't have to really go hard to like, get through. It was the- so unnecessarily yes. necessary. Yes, it's like why are you going at the opera? He's there. He's their rock. He's like yeah. he's their trans. Like, they can't get it. And you saw the effects of losing opera. They were yeah. all. It Aang triggered Ang oh like Ang went berserk mode, and yeah. I feel like that's it why like, it had to happen for us to see Ang just completely like another Gone moment. That's why yeah. I, he reminds me of Gone. It's like you did what to op- you put attack. a muzzle on him, like Yo, <laughs> when they found you muzzled, they muzzled Appa. I was like, the whole world is about to get leveled right now, like. But and then we also get interested to the whole thing going on in Bossing Say, and oh, yeah. that there's nothing that mind fuck. Yeah, there is no. Hello, I'm Judy. <laughs> oh, I want to. I've never wanted to smack a bitch so much then, in my life. And then you get the KG. I'm sorry, the Daily. The Daily. It's the KGB. The yeah. KGB. I actually I liked the way the they operated. They were badasses. They were so. They got like earth gloves that they can use as handcuffs. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's fucking genius. Like. Just the design of they, everyone's design, everything was so unique in terms of how they created different things. They just felt like its own thing, like the Daily Agents. That's genius. A secret service or a secret society of meant to keep order and deny the truth, like the KGB, like propaganda. There's no, there's nothing wrong. And anyone that's dissenting, that's why. Because at the same time, all that's going on. We're also. Because there's two stories going on. It's Zuko and Iroh. I was about to say, it's ironic yeah. that Zuko and Iroh are also in Bossing Sei yeah. with all of this is happening, uh-huh. too. It's, it's the dichotomy of two two things going on. I mean, throughout the whole show up until season three. No, even in season, there's always Zuko's story and then everyone else with mm-hmm. what's going on. So, and then that's them, like, Zuko struggling, living, like, having to rough it. With, and I was just, I was just loving it. I was like, yeah, I've been through great. It. Yeah, so great. and you see them like their version of dealing with the daily where Jet realizes, yo, he heated the tea and everyone and his all his people's like, what are you talking about? But no one would believe. It. I mean, he's right. Yeah. He comes off crazy and then daily comes and takes away and then fucking brainwashes them. Oh, and my then God. we find out. And, and I like the juxtaposition of them, of the head of the daily. Damn, what was his name? Where he had all the avatars like, look, we know. Yes, we know you've seen things. We know who you are, avatar. But here we don't get down like that. So we, what you're gonna do is go home, chill out, calm mm-hmm. your shit. Because if not, we know about Appa. And ooh, when he said mention Appa, Ang was oh. like, "Motherfucker!" He's like, "What? What? Say something!" And, and so it was, <laughs> it was all of that coming together in that moment where it's like, "Oh shit, this, this is serious." Like even yeah. the good, these are supposed to be the good guys that's supposed to help us. There's no help to be found. They got his kryptonite. Yep. They got his ultimate kryptonite. Yeah. But... Like, all right, you're going to go and you're going to sit down and you're going to relax. Uh, okay. So, Appa gets rescued. Find out about... Well, we didn't get to the most unique episode where that you kind of jumped ahead with, with um, Tales of Ba Sing Se. Oh. oh. That, that is the most okay. unique. Like, that's... I'm not even, It's filler, but it really isn't because it's good filler. And that's when we, like, we say filler, which means, like, the great divide. 
this was a filler, but it was good in a way that it was so in its uniqueness, telling short tales of what each, everyone was doing with Katara and Toph. Toph having out. their girls' day, right? The girls' day. Oh, <laughs> my God. I Saka felt... and his haikus. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad for Toph. When they when, were making fun of her, when they were making yeah. fun of her, because I mean, like, honestly, she had a lot of makeup on. I mean, <laughs> a lot. Homegirl was looking a little. Mm. She was caked up, yeah. but <laughs> Katara was just trying, and she's not girly like that. Yeah. But Katara was just really trying to, because I think at this point, her and Katara were still like button heads. Yeah, they was they, they were getting softer toward each other, but this was like their training point of look. We're both. I, I have my way. You have your. It was like a very girl bond moment. Yeah, and the fact that Toph softened up, like, towards Katara, like, just softened up, and we got to see her a little bit more vulnerable. The fact that Toph, of all people, felt insecure when those girls were laughing at her because of how she looked, and it kind of made her a little bit more human and stuff, too. And it's like, she, she's she's still a little, she's still a little kid, and it's yes. thrown into all of this. She's run away from home and everything, and now, like, you see her, Miss Badass, make fun of everything, tough exterior, you can't hurt me. And then you see her get hurt over something as simple as, as what every girl can relate to, like yeah. getting made fun of because your makeup looks a mess or, or whatever. Like that was to me that, that, that really warms me up. Even, even yeah. though I already loved Toph, that just made me, made me sympathize with her even more because it made her very human in that episode. And we got Iroh's t- tail. Mm. Oh my God. Mm. And he's walking around, he's just doing little nice things and he's walking around <laughs> and you see him go to the hill. Set his little set his little place, light his little incense. Uh, like, I'm sorry, Luke. This is literally season two, I think, is literally like just the saddest season. Yeah. And he's like, if only I could have done save saved you. I was like, and he's like, leaves from, from the, the vine. vine. Okay. Falling so slow, like tiny. Oh, you know the whole song. You're gonna smell into the snow. Brave soldier, soldier boy, boy, come, come marching, marching home. Proud. <laughs> oh my God. Yo. And it's Mako. Like, I, I watched scenes where they did an interview, and um, Brian and um, uh, Mike and Brian said there was not a dry, house in, dry eye in that recording session. Oh, I, I don't know how, just because Mako provided such a mo- like the Oh my God. And then it ends with in memory of Mako. I'm like, and is that <sighs> that scene of him on the hill is so iconic. It is one of the most recognizable yeah. scenes. It's like it's a tattoo I wanted to get for a while, yeah. but I'm gonna be like, I don't know if I can handle that yet because that's very <laughs> emotional. But just him, oh, just seeing him on that hill with the, the instrumental sunset, playing yep. in the background is just after I'm already feeling for Toph and all, it's just, it's like you said, that, that whole, that small little, that small little yeah. clip you get of him and that song is one yeah. of the most powerful moments in powerful. Avatar. Yeah. And again, there's not much story in terms, and it is story because it's, we're, we're getting to learn about the characters and that the show took the, took an episode to just do character work, to learn these more. That's why we get so attached. It's like, these are fleshed out, characters mm-hmm. we know their motivations like to the point where if we if we brought up a scenario we know how each character would react, react to the situation that is very good storytelling then we're like then we get like momo sent and we find out Appa is was there 
And then we go back and we find out what Oppa went through. And I don't watch that episode either. I refuse. Except yeah, for a, seeing with Kyoshi. That's a hard one, yeah. They, the Kyoshi, and then we find out what happened where Azula, May, and Tylee, they took the uniform and snuck in the boxing safe. Oh, yeah. That and was, oh, my gosh. Genius. Once and they got into I was like, they're fucked. Say, That's it. And they're like, oh, we're here to serve you and shit. I'm it's like, like, oh, you've arrived just in time because we just found out about an eclipse with a fight, Ben Azula. And you see, you see Azula's reaction like, well, there goes the store. Yeah, I'm like, how thought out and strategic she is, which is why I say at the end, I, I, yeah. I hate that she was, she fell to her own demise. Yeah, because well, she was her own for her her character though. And, I think that she fell to herself because yeah, her head was getting full big. Yeah. yeah, but just that when she when she was able just to instantly get that in. That them, wasn't fair was, too. I was so mad because like you didn't deserve that luck because it was luck. She wasn't was supposed just to find lucky. out about. It. She just fell into something amazing, and you see her react. I was like. Yeah, she got it because some a character like that you don't give them an advantage like that. Because and 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 that was also a time where everyone split up. Like uh, Tafka was given the lie that her parents wanted to like forgave her. Aang went to go meet with the monk Guru Pathik. Guru Pathik. Mm-hmm. Um, Sokka found out his father their station at a shore close by, and Katara. What was Katara? Katara just stayed behind, right? Katara didn't go anywhere. Katara was. Was she behind the walls, Bunks? No. Was she in the underground? No, she was kidnapped. Day? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I was to say because that's when her yeah. and um that guy Zuko. <laughs> met up. Zuko met, met up. Yeah, with Zuko got kidnapped. her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Fuck the hell, her boyfriend. <laughs> this was the close. Well, no, this wasn't season three. There was another moment, but I remember watching that where they finally had their long-awaited talk. Like you hunted us. He's like, look, I'm not the same anymore. I, I because he went through that transformation because he's the one that freed Appa. And, it, yeah. and it, it went against him so badly that it made him sick. <laughs> it made him yeah. physically ill to, to have to deal with that, to have to approach that situation. That So he had gotten better. So we assumed, okay, he's fine. Yeah. And then, of course, like, as soon as she trusts Zuko, yeah, he just completely. He's standing in between them. They had to. She touched his face. I'm going to use this healing water. I was like, you better not use that super healing water to feed he, that motherfucker. I was like, you, you fucking I was so mad at that scene. Gosh, but that's I. That's another super duper powerful scene to me, just because like I said, like when Zuko turns. Yeah. Because Katara had finally, up until that Trusted point, she was him. just so anti him. She's like, I don't trust you. I want nothing to do with you. This, this, and this, yada, yada, yada. And then she finally, like, okay, like, I'm going to trust you. And then boom, he's like, fuck off. And it was, and it was such a <laughs> tense moment because he's standing in between them and he's like, oh shit, he's going to join them. And then he just turns and fires at Aang. I was like, this motherfucker. Dang, and, I was like, no, what are you and doing? And that's why I always say it is the Empire Strikes Back because they took the L. Oh, they took an L. They took such a big. That was a because then because then Ang, so then we had Ang's little side thing where he was yeah. supposed to be connecting and all that. And the guy's like, "Hey, if you leave right now, you'll never be able to access." Um, you gotta let go of Katara. He's like, "I can't. Got, I love he's her." Like, I can't. So he leaves like in between opening his chakras, which is already devastating. And then boom, he gets struck down with lightning at the end of second season. Like at that point, it's just it, it seems so hopeless. 
Because he can't every... enter like the Avatar state. Yeah, after at this that point, lightning, yeah. After the lightning and him leaving that little session, like he's at this point, we're like, yeah, he's never. He starts growing hair. I'm like, yeah, you're done. You're done. You're never. <laughs> and I remember at the time it was a two year. They they took two years at about a year and a half before they uh, did season because I remember at, when they announced season three, I downloaded the trailer. Because that was when, because <laughs> it was so epic. Because I remember they, they aired, they, to this day, if you type in Comic Con trailer and they, it was for the season one, you, it felt like in, you, that was back in the day when you had to just record the video. It, they didn't automatically put it to YouTube. And you hear the crowd like, yeah, because it was showing the clips of what season three had in store yeah. and had here. Now they're in the Fire Nation. Now we're seeing it from the other side of the war. Oh my gosh. So that whole arc. And of course, you had the blood bending, you had all these things leading up to like the end episode. 10 or 11 where it's now the war where they decide to invade the fire nation during the eclipse and that's the big turning point where the Zuko, the L. yeah now, L. so before we even like yeah. get into the war i just my favorite episode in the whole show ever painted lady no okay it's never mind. the the dance of the dragons <gasps> when oh. Zuko and Aang I really want to get that that dance tattooed on my leg but that is my favorite that was a beautifully I think animation wise it's it's up there in like top yeah. five episodes yes. yeah yeah and that was just such a powerful moment of where Aang and Zuko you just... know for a fact they are officially like Bond, they're, they're bros for life yeah. at this point like you <laughs> they're right guys and, and that was such a because that was a big flip when he finally did join him because he just his, he it was like the the anger was gone and he was at peace with himself like when he had to talk i get chills still thinking about because oh, he, right, he had to relearn how to fire ben yeah because yeah, he the anger was gone he didn't yeah. have the power and, and i remember because he had the conversation with ozai and he's Telling Ozai off. Shout out to Mark Hamill for voicing Ozai. Brilliant. That's why I still go back to those, him because that's my daddy those Star right Wars there. references. Like they, I was like, yes, get Luke to be Darth, the big bad, the Emperor in this in this in this um, storyline. But him having to talk and he's like, it seems you finally made your choice. And then Zuko's like, yes, and you see him breathe. I have. I was like, yes. I was. Yes. I was like, Yes. Oh my god. Finally, motherfucker, you finally get it. And he tries to run to Iroh, and Iroh in the meantime was getting fucking jacked in the gym. Just jacked up. He's oh, doing oh push-ups. He's like, Yeah, you fat slob. Not noise now. I'm not eating this. He I'm getting buffed. Becoming like, a daddy. <laughs> granddaddy. <laughs> granduncle. Yeah. God. Oh. So, and so he tries to run and tell, hey, uncle, I changed. Well, uncle busts his ass out. He busts his ass out. Oh of there. my gosh. Big trivia moment. Remember the guard that would talk to Iroh in the cell, the girl? Do you know who would, who did the voice? There, remember, there was always a, a guard, a female that she yeah. always comes to. Do you know who the voice was? I you don't. Know, it's, it was such a random... When I, found, when I found out at the time, I was like, that's random. But she was a big fan of the show. It was Serena Williams. Really? <gasps> Serena Williams was a I can fan hear of, it now. Serena yeah, Williams was a fan now. of Avatar The Last Airbender. So they're like, oh, word, would you like to come do a guest voice? And they're like, yeah. She was she was the guard what? that would talk to Iroh. That's it. I remember seeing I was like, that's so random. <laughs> so so fuck you, uh, Megan the Stallion. Serena Williams was the first anime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did Megan the Queen? Uh, Megan the no, Stallion's no, a huge anime fan. She cosplays and everything. Yeah. yeah, she did a big did... Shoto Todoroki photo mm-hmm. shoot. 
Yeah, I didn't know if she voiced anything. No, no, she no, didn't. but she claims no. to be like the first. I'm pretty sure they, if she asked, someone would give a chance to do a dub of someone. Uh, <laughs> that would be fun. I yeah, would but, like that. Yeah, but it was Serena uh, Williams. But yeah, <laughs> but um, and then when he finally like he tried to hit him with the lightning and he redoes it. Yes, you've completed. But then again, the fire bending masses. Because the second half of season three was all about everyone goes on a journey with Zuko. Zuko sort of had to catch up with his storyline with the gang. So they yeah. spent like what about six or seven episodes just on him. Doesn't yeah. um yeah. who is it? Was it Toph? Toph says it in the last. Toph is the one. In the last like, episode, she's like, she's like I pick Zuko. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone had their journey with him. I was like, that's that's how I was rolling. Mm-hmm. I like Boiling Rock too. That was my favorite. Boiling Rock was really good. One and two, I loved Boiling Rock because it was so much. There was so much. There was a big turn, especially for Azula, leading down to her in Sandy was with the Boiling Rock where mm-hmm. they get their father, and she goes right after them. She's like, I remember when she goes there, and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Isn't it obvious? I'm about to become an only child." Like, she's officially Dang, lost it. She's that crazy. Was, yeah, that yeah was at that point, began. she was she was coming at peak. Peak psycho. Both her friends, the people she quote unquote trusted or that she thought she could manipulate, they're like, no. She's like, and I love it when May told her, he's like, I guess you miscalculated. I love more, I love Zuko more than I fear you. I was like, yes, bitch. Yeah. Oh, and then when they had the um when they're all at the 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 fire island at the vacation home. Ember, uh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Ember Island, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you kind of get to go into everyone's backstories and they all yeah. get into a huge argument that was a big turning moment that was, and and again azula's the only one like i don't know she let her guard down a little because she they, they each told their different story and she's like wow i guess that thing is like shut up azula. they are and she's like well i never had that problem yeah i live perfectly like even my mom and then this that's when you started cracking the arm it was like my Zuko own was mother, favorite yeah. yeah my own mother mm-hmm. thought i was a monster i was like "Ooh, there it is there you go they there hit a nerve is. everyone had nerve. except for ozai that was the one kind of complaint was ozai was just straight up the big bad there was nothing really deep about him he was just i'm evil i'm gonna follow what i've learned i feel like with i feel like it worked though it, yeah there yeah. had to be someone everyone can be you need a big bad to fight in terms of we can't ha- have everyone having it. There's just there had to be at least one person where they are we who didn't they have, are. Yeah, a one person that where we didn't like emotionally sympathize with them and yeah. could understand them. That, but then again, I feel like to a point with Ozai, I feel like you could read into it and just the fact that he has so much he has to live up to and achieve that he's not going to let you see that. He's not, he is not, he is not about to show any vulnerability. You're not about to see anything deep from him because he has to achieve one of the greatest things in history. So no, he is not about to show any forms of weakness whatsoever. Even once, even at the end, when he gets his bend, spoiler alert, gets his bending taken away. He is still talking all that shit when he visits him. He is still talking all that shit. So he he's like, no, nothing is about. I to think get he, he's he's just he was always an ass. Like with yeah. like when Iroh lost his son, he saw that as the opportunity. He's like, look, make me fire lord, and I will kill. Like he's like, kill your son, okay? Like he he was willing to kill his son <laughs> just just because just for the power. That's when the mom had to like, no, fuck that. I'll do. I'll talk to you. And he's like, yeah, all right, do what you do, and then leave. Like really think about like that. That was some evil shit. Like. He had no redeeming qualities, I think. Like from from jump, he, he was, was no. fucking hot. Yeah, but smoking <laughs> hot, God, Lee, and he was 
the most badass fire. But I was so ha- yeah, I'm was. so happy they saved seeing his how he was that, until the, the very end. Because that, that, that last just, fight was amazing too. That fight was beautiful. When no when the Azula and Zuko that shit. That was Azula, a good Zuko, fight. That was that. Oof. I have a hard time picking between which two of those fights because obviously Zuko and and Azula that was a very powerful moment because they're siblings yeah. and then Katara gets involved my favorite line that Zuko drops is oh what no lightning today afraid I'll redirect it <laughs> yeah. right? he's like you want lightning and I'll give it and, and she's just she's like fuck it okay I'm gonna shoot it at Katara she doesn't know what she's doing yep. mm-hmm. she's just standing there and then he sees it I was like and like because but that, that's the other thing where he's like yo she slipped he's like yo you can't take him on no he's like I can see it she's gone yeah she yeah. doesn't have the edge I can take her because yeah. if she was on her shit, even with all he's learned, he's like, I still can't beat her. <laughs> so right. but the fact that he could see the chink in the armor that she's cracked, like the freaking, I mean, the haircut is a big giveaway. Oh, her haircut scene? <laughs> was just, was like, she, was like a, she was a rabid beast at that point that needed to be put down. Because even when Katara chained her down and had a beef, this bitch is breathing fire like a little creature. Yeah, I was And like, she just oh, broke down into that, a mess. Yeah. I'm like, and you need to take her bending away too because yeah. this is... Which I'm shocked he didn't do because later on in the comics, like her story continues, she gets back to normal. Like she, she goes right normal. back to... <laughs> okay. She gets back to herself because the comics expand her story in terms of what, what she becomes is like a manipulator of Zuko because he would, he would often visit her and, her, and his father and she would start manipulating him. His father would say, well, you're a fire lord. It's not as easy as you think. And she mm-hmm. would kind of start fucking with his head too. Because Zuko, even at the end of the show, yes, but he would always have these insecurities still. So they each was playing on him with that. So that at right. the, by the, the last we see based on the story of her, Azula, is that she leaves to become her own thing. But Korra never says what happens to her. And then, well, that's a big, another thing. There's a lot of things Korra never really addressed given the amount of time there was so much but we'll get into it we'll get into it um this is going to be a super long episode i'm just letting everybody know because i refuse to cut time (laughs) down um (laughs) but um okay so so we've skipped over a whole bunch of stuff but but so like i said that moment fighting and then the beginning of the comet when they're all on the airships on those blimps And all the firebenders. They took all their money and said, we're going to just throw it at this episode. (laughs) Oh, my God. All that fire that they just unleash from the air, from the airships was just, I was like, because at this point, we had no idea what they meant. We had no idea how powerful they were going to be. I mean, we know they're heightened and they're the strongest, but. Like we saw the power of the waterbenders when they brought the. the, But, but fire is just its own um, element. Yeah, and that happened. I was like, "Oh, what the the, the scene down. that really, really showed how powerful it was with Toph, where she's on the ship, and mind you, she's on a big metal. I mean, by then her metal bending was on on top yeah. dot, but she can feel it. Like she's like, that's a lot of fire, isn't it? She and they show it reflected in like in her eyes. Even that, her, yes, she kind of like, like her face was yes. like. Like oh, the feel, like the weather, oh. the heat of it. I was like, and again, that's when Sokka, at this point, Sokka was the man. He had his sword. He had space sword mm-hmm. that he made from a comet where he had his learning out his sword oh, play. Yeah. And which I love, like, yes, you, you level, Sokka got leveled up. He's with Sue. He got his girl on his side. He's Pretty leading sure were, 
pretty sure they were fucking at that point because oh yeah when they went into the tent he's like hello oh yeah he's laying <laughs> suki was trying to speak in when they went. i was like good you address that because they're 16 year old they're 16 years old in in old times this would be the time they'd be fucking yes they'd be married at this point yeah yes. yeah oh okay before we get into yeah. the i'm jumping the gun for one of my favorite episodes um the bloodbending i feel like we have to talk about katara so, learning how to bloodbend because so that just we saw a different uh-huh. side of her we saw rage and anger and her having no limits and willing to abandon well, her morals yeah and be- because oh, the, that's the way they introduce her. it you don't give it that much because she didn't want to use it there but yeah. it, it but southern raiders when they find the guy that killed the mom and she did that shit and zuko's like what the fuck is that you could do that and zuko was scared yeah what was it so in that bloodbending episode when katara finally um bloodbends the old lady what is the old what is it that old lady says where she's like she was gonna kill she was gonna kill ang and Sokka. i know but after katara finally oh yeah she's her, like she's like you've done it it has been passed on that that's all she wanted she wanted it to be passed on whether katara liked doing it she's done it so i think it she was of, like you're officially a bloodbender now yeah. whether you like it or yeah. not yeah because she you did it you did the technique as no matter what it's been passed down it exists the concept exists the idea of it exists and so it's like the genie was out the bottle so to speak oh god that episode to me was just that's perfect there yeah yeah it was just perfectly dark and that's when because i know they introduced different types of bending but i really didn't like i really wasn't i was like oh okay yeah it makes sense you can bend these other things yeah but, but blood? When they, blood yeah when you start without showing more, any blood <laughs> the show when never you start getting blood. a little more sinister with it that's yeah. when i was like Oh, so bending can can get pretty dark, which thank goodness Cora goes into. But and that, I think what no, makes he, it darker is the fact that water is like a healing type of bending too, and then you see it just become this absolutely sinister thing. So I think that makes it that much of a darker episode yeah. oh god oh. oh oh i love that that old lady was so creepy i love that her fingers and all that when she was yeah. doing oh my gosh that was my favorite episode is when he went to school in the fire nation school oh yeah, and that was, oh, that was, yeah. i downloaded that was when you when the Flamio, of, hot man <laughs> the, the concept, <laughs> back when you like apple was still testing like downloading videos i downloaded that episode on my little ipod <laughs> and i would watch it over and over why because that was him when him and Katara really was having that bonding moment mm-hmm. where they were moving in sync and they were that's when she was like just do the water bending movement and exactly he's like, he's like they were follow me and look into my eyes you see it I was like there it is and Katara there doesn't she is. blush I think when yep, they're dancing he's like my dude's play there's the player there you go because <laughs> at this point I think he uh, didn't he try kissing her before that he kissed her right before the invasion yeah so yeah. she was like oh no and now she's like ooh so, young yeah, it was boys before. but this All was right. the, yeah this was where he was like oh that was like Yes, my. That's how you fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> Show her the moves. Ah, uh, okay. Are there, is there anything else before we get into the grand finale that we missed? Um, it was a lot we missed, but it was a lot. I mean, the invasion. It's a big yeah. show. The big. It's a, a basically like season three was just big payoffs. Like finding out the concept that the airships they they, they developed it on a grand scale. Everyone came back to help them. They took a they took some else in that first half, but the second half Gosh, they yeah. came up and like the concept of whether Ang will kill 
um, Fire Lord Ozai the, and finding a way. The Turtle Lion, that's a whole. Which a lot of people oh, complained about lion. it. Like, they were like, well, why would you do that? Just came out of nowhere. Did it? Not really. I mean, no, not, not really. Not I missed the whole element know. of the whole spirit world, too. Yeah. All of this. Yeah. Like, that's a whole beast on its own. Yeah. So it's like, just because people didn't know about it, that it, it would make sense to introduce something like that because that was lost to history. Because as we saw, like, where he taught Aang how to. Take yeah. away um someone's bending. Someone's bending yeah. yeah, that's Which another was, one of my favorite yeah, episodes. Like even like the, the and him talking with the other avatars of what uh, he should do. And Kyoshi's like, Kyoshi's like, fuck them fuck all up, kill them, kill them. Roku's like, look, run man, it. <laughs> I fucked up. Learn better from me. Karuk said, look, make a decision because playing the the loosey goosey has its consequences. And Yang, even Yang Channel is like, look, I know it. I'm I'm like you. We're not peace, but when you're the avatar. You don't have that luxury. You have to be decisive in your decision making. And he's like, and he just didn't like what any of them said, so he went to the source. Yeah, the original person gave out the the power of bending. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, we got other shit. You want to try this shit? Okay. And then he ends up using it because when he went to that avatar state, and he, if I was to ever get a tattoo of somewhere, that, that would be him and with all the elements oh, surrounding around it, him, swirling, oh, and yeah. his eyes running for his motherfucking life, just flying around. Oh my. That scene or okay, so we'll just go ahead and get into yeah. the final yeah, fight. Yeah, that scene when Aang is surrounded in the ball. Yeah. And Fire Lord Ozar is like using his his little sword fire knife to yeah. go through and out of nowhere, Aang, it's Avatar State, and he bursts out and just grabs him yeah. by his beard. That fluid ass <sighs> animation. That shit was fluid too when he does the little yes. that because it kept it was like, yo, this is so good, we're gonna play it three times in a row. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, when that, when just seeing the sheer strength of what Ozai was, and then just seeing Aang rock Power. his shit when Power. he hits Avatar State. Running for his life. <laughs> yeah. And you actually see Ozar for once kind of be like, oh. Ugh. But you know what's funny? Aang could have beaten him before that. He just, but he, he couldn't let go. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Well, like, even like yeah. he didn't, to act funny enough, to beat Ozai, he didn't need the Avatar State. Because even when he when he hit him with the lightning and he was about to redirect it, he had him. Dead to rights. Ozai saw it. Yeah. What he do? He read he just put it away. But t- holding it for as long as he did, it hurt him. So it weakened him. But Ang could I think Ang could have been Ozai off the jump. He could have, but, but just, his mindset me? wouldn't have allowed him, which yeah. he needed to rely on the other avatar to kind of help him be like, I can do this, but I, I yeah. mentally yeah. mentally I I like, can't. Yeah. But and like no. the fact that he had the wherewithal to stop the state and it's like, I'm not, I'm not killing you. I'm not gonna do it. And then when he tried in that scene where he he basically used Toph's technique where he felt the vibration of Ozai trying oh, to, yeah, to and he goes whoosh down. and then they do the camera rotation and he pulls mm-hmm. him down. And I was like, This is how a finale is supposed to go. Yeah. So epic. And then and he, when they showed um when they finally started activating the thing to take away his bending, yeah, and how you just saw the Ozar's fire or aura or whatever yeah. just completely swarm until that last, last very little bit itty bit and out of nowhere, Aang's or or chakra, whatever, just burst through. I was on my toes. I was on my toes because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you knew how it was going to end. Yeah. But like, it was still just. It, and, and then you just had that moment of him healing it and then the, the score lifts up. It was just, it felt oh. so calming. 
that scene, like, yes, like, it was like a relief. The you show knew game. it was over. You it officially was like, it's knew. over. We can live. We can move on. And you have like the epilogue where everyone, like, um, Zuko becomes the Fire Lord. Tiny oh. Jones, the Kyoshi Warriors. Yeah, I liked that scene seeing her on the, the Kyoshi the Warriors. Duke that was, was so hug- cute. The Duke was hugging Toph. And I'm going to just say this is my canon theory. The Duke is um, Chief Bay Fong's father, first father. Nope. I think that's, I think, <laughs> no, they never, they never alluded it to it. I think the first baby daddy was the Duke. Maybe. Now I'm going to say this. But <laughs> that's my theory. Soccer was I forever there. shipped Toph and, and, never, and right, um, well, Sokka. That show I think that you're we, so cute. <laughs> the show that yeah. will not be named, which we're going to name right now, Cora. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, okay. So my only thing I hated that they gave us the short end of the stick on was throughout the show, Zuko's mom. He's always trying to figure out what happened to his mom. I hated so much that they left off. Like one of the last scenes was like, when his eyes locked up and he's like, where is my mother? mother? I'm like, the fuck? (laughs) And you don't. I had to, you have to, it's in the comics. It is in the comics. They they, they have like, they did a full thing. That's what I was talking with Azula. They did a full thing with the mother in the comics. I wish they would have explained it in the show though, because... Because I mean, it's a, she's still yeah. she's still alive. She, she was yeah, alive. She, she had changed yeah. her parents and like got remarried. She, she ran away. I mean, and, like, it is can, the com, this, this, those stories are con, uh, canon, by the way. Those are one hundred percent official stories. So yeah, like then because Azula went after her as well, and she was like, because I know, yeah, I know thing, Zuko yeah. and Azula went on a journey to find yeah, her with Ang and Toe, and Ang's like, well, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. So but, yeah, they do, but yeah, the fact that they never expanded on it in the actual show and it was such a big but i guess it was more like look we have a lot of stories that we there was a, like a lot of stuff hanging that we had to address to that mm-hmm. thing and then you see them like in box and say having a nice little moment at the tea shop and then we have the scene that people we waited three seasons for and goes out there just enjoying the moment and then katara walks in behind him and they did the kiss and they ended oh. oh my, I was like, it was yes. so cute. It, yes, finally. Oh, and the music, the do, and it just says the end. I was like, I'm upset it's over, but what a way to end it. I love it. And then they have babies. And they have babies, little little airbending babies. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my gripes with Cora. Okay. Now I yeah, real yeah. I enjoyed Cora for what it was yes yeah. there was a lot of holes yes there were a lot of things but the one thing i did appreciate that nickelodeon did with it is that they continued to attempt to push the envelope to the point where nickelodeon was like we're not agreeing with these themes you're introducing yeah. we're not airing this anymore you got to go online to watch um, it for yeah, like the that, last that, season yeah so I, I enjoyed the, the how they got sinister and dark and actually started killing people yeah. with their with their bending um, and how they were introducing this whole thing with rebellion and and like just just killing people with their bending. I loved like they were like um, how Zao, it was Zao, right? Yeah. How he was literally taking the air out of people's lungs as a form of air bending. I was like, oh, I never thought that something that an airbender could do but if you it makes sense because there's air in your lungs there's air mm-hmm. in your body so when to kill someone just take it out and he had it swirling around that poor lady's head like he was taunting yeah. her like this is all the air you need to survive you're suffocating i'm gonna just have it swirl around you like uh, i was like oh but it 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 
there was a lot of issues with it, but I still enjoyed it for what it was without looking too deeply into it. So one thing to know about Cora is that they had lost the head writer. Makes a do, lot of sense. They lost here. the head writer. So it was literally Mike and Brian writing the stories. Problem with Cora is that there was no plan. They were supposed to be done with the three. Or there's actually supposed to be a book for air. But they were like, no, you're done. And then you want something new. There was no plan when they did season one of Cora. That's why it, it was okay. If you know the season two was a, pretty much a, a uneven shit show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, See, the concept was great. But it was but it terrible was just execution. poorly. Season execute. three was great. Season oh. three was like, oh, this is what I was like, okay. Then we get to season four where it was like they fell off the rails again. The, one of the most controversial things with, is the ending of who she ends up. She ends up with Asami. I didn't like it because it wasn't earned. At no point through the show, and people always try to create like, oh, well, they showed here. The only thing they had to go on of which the basic one is that they wrote each other and then she said, you look nice and she blushed. To lead to that ending, you needed more. And, the, and I said they only did that ending was to pander based on what the, and at this point by the time Cora came out, social media was big now. Social mm-hmm. media was big, was on the rise. Therefore, they were influenced by what the fans wanted. And, and they, so they allowed that to influence their story. I had no so problem. It was more like fan service. There you go. I had no problem service. making, if you had made it, her that from the jump, like bisect, bi curious, all of that, that would have been good, but you never established that. The first season, the first two, three seasons, she was boy crazy. She yeah. was a rival. Well, how old is she supposed to be? She's uh, 17. By, by the end, she okay. had to have been like maybe 20, 21. Okay, so they're So, and, they, and again, they, yeah, so they never established that was her inclinations. And until that moment, again, the only other part is she, she only had wrote to Asami, which they played it off as, okay, well, girls are going to, because maybe they didn't know about losing some in law. She bonded with a, a girl, a friend. They and were both heartbroken said, over the same boy. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but, and then when they did that, I remember why I was like, wait, what the hell is happening? What? And I felt like they did that just to appease an, uh, an audience. Yeah. I no problem with that, but make it earned. Put that more was the than, least of my concerns. I was well, like, okay. that, well, that was because that was. But all, I knew that time. was a big reason too why why Nickelodeon um, well, yeah, yeah, pulled it. Sure they told him like, yeah, we're gonna. Pull. And then it wasn't even a lot. It was just they looked at each other, held hands, and then after and it, it took them the show. And after they had to go on to it, I was like, yes, it is confirmed. It is what people thought it was. Yeah, and that was it. But again, even that last season where it was just a random metal bender, Kavira. Really, that's how you're gonna end it with some random out of nowhere. <sighs> You better off building off of what Zaheer started. That That's was why I cool. think Zaheer should have been the last season. Yes. Introduce, introduce. Well, you should have Co- ended it right Kavir, there. Kavir, yeah. or whatever. It, she should have been introduced second season. They should have just yes. rearranged the seasons because you've already introduced that earth well, metal bending. It's its yeah. own thing, separate, separate division now. So we're being introduced to that. Now show this tyrant <laughs> yeah because kavir he zahir his ide- ideology was yes Top extreme of, but of it had everything. it, it had merit when he killed the earth queen when he t- which again using earth um air air bending and such Out of a, her lungs yeah i was like that's that's similar to blood bending where it's like that's fucked up and it's amazing <laughs> 
Yeah. And then he learned to fucking fly. Where's that? You let go all attachments. What? Can what you was do? it? He. What was? What was it? The thing he kept saying. Um. Because uh, it was the prophet. It was the guru. I forgot that he kept referring to throughout the whole thing that he used to read up on. I always get it confused with the line from SpongeBob where he's like, "The power within. The power yeah. within." <laughs> It was like let go and you will soar beyond the clouds. Like, it, but it was something, something like he that. kept. Yeah, it was. And then when when plea of whatever name died and he saw the pain, he's like, "Well, I can I let, go, can let now. go now." And yeah. he just flew away with Core. I was like, "That's amazing." But it was, it was just Core was just so hit and miss that it kind of tainted what Avatar the basis of what Avatar did. That's why I always separate the two. Avatar has to yeah. be its own thing because Core plays out like a money grab, obviously, which it was. But I do love that they gave us a backstory on where the Avatar came from. That's and, that and I love the animation that style. Is I like the, the animation moment. style. Yes. Of finally, because that was something that we all wanted to know, and we only yeah, had theories the on. One. And they finally showed how it how it came to be, and it was to me, it was beautifully done. Voiced by Steven Ewan from The Walking Dead, which he was pretty much a big deal at the time. So oh, I was like, oh, they got him oh, the voice, yeah. yeah. It was him there. Yeah, he voiced. That makes um, sense now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I loved it. And then you show him fail. Like, and then it's like, we will always be together. That is my favorite. That, those, that episode is my favorite episode of the whole chorus. Is that. Yeah. But that I, had to do with her. <laughs> and then in season two, that was the one with the um, spirit world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love. It got a little confusing here and there. Um, Rayvon. Ray, Ray what was it? What were the two spirits' names that looked like little amoebas? Oh, um, uh, Rava. Rava and... And Vatu. Rava, Rava and Vatu. Vatu. Yeah, Vatu, yeah. I, I didn't like them. To, yeah, it, was it was kind of a weird concept, but I just like the whole thing of where you... The idea, which is why I love Naruto. Yeah. You have this villain who's like, well, appeared to be a villain. Like, oh, no, you're wrong, you're wrong. We have to stop you. And then you realize no this is how it's supposed to be and that he succeeds in his mission and it's actually because cora has has realized no this is how but cora herself i want to talk about her because i know there's a lot of a lot of controversy with her in general and how she how they've portrayed her as the avatar i loved how they did i loved how they did her it seemed more realistic because she's five years old and she already knows three of the elements. Yeah. She's like, I'm the avatar. You got to deal with Which was like a nod to the audience. Like, this is it. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to go on this whole journey of finding out if she is. And then her whole entire journey is her struggling to learn airbending, which is where Aang's family heavily portrays because of her personality and all that, too. She's hard-headed. I liked that she failed a lot. Yeah. I really liked that she failed a lot, which some people are like, oh, if you're the avatar, you, you're supposed to be strongly doing all this. And I'm like, no, she barely had any guidance. She learned these elements on her own. She's in a world where they don't need the avatar. She hasn't had to live up to these things. She's already 17, set in her ways. And, and she's, she hasn't had to do anything like this before. She's going to be hard-headed. She's going to fail. No one, no, it's, it's realistic to me. I she like that. A, she, was like that. she was a victim of peacetime. She, yeah. she was, it was almost, she was kind of spoiled. It wasn't her fault though. She, there was not. it's like they, 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 they didn't say about, her. It's like what they say about this generation where this generation isn't, they tend to put the label this generation isn't as strong because they didn't have to go through. Like Baruto. Yeah, exact, exact, much the same where the, you didn't have to do what we had to do. Like back in my day, we had to fly on a flying bison. You didn't have cars or yeah. trains or 
or planes, which basically the world she grew up in, like in a big technological, you can call someone on the phone. You don't have to send a messenger heart back. So, yeah. it, and that was, I think the message of it, but because a lot of all the was, other avatars were raised because they, yeah. they were raised to be the avatar. They were raised knowing you were going to have to do this, this yeah. and this. She was a celebrity. <laughs> He was like, oh. Yeah, she was more like, we don't really have these wars going on anymore. We're very civilized now. It's the industrial era of all this stuff. It was technology that can help us with things. We don't really need an avatar, like physically, just for a symbol, yeah, but we don't need an avatar on that level. So no, you're not going to be put through these trials and and in that mindset of where you need to save the world all the time. Yeah. so that's why i i didn't i know a lot of people had an issue with how she was portrayed but i thought it was in a sense if if they'd done the show right it was it was perfect but it it just goes to show you there was just so much to horror that it was like it was like just so many issues against it way more but with avatar it was like perfect (laughs) yeah avatar was perfect and it's an anime it's an anime okay so (laughs) if there was a another anime or another um avatar arc to come out on tv what would you want it to be kiyoshi probably okay so you would want it to be like a, a like prequel. a before yeah okay what about you alex i also would want and well I, I, i'm trying I'm to get away from Cora. i just the one thing i didn't like that they cut her off from all the past that was the, that was actually yeah. the number one thing i like you really i didn't like that but i would want to go because again you have so many years of avatars and things going on I would want to see one of those other stories where that you can pick from. Kiyoshi obviously would be number one. Kiyoshi, and it's so easy to do now. I mean, they said there's a lot of projects that they have coming up, even though we've heard nothing. Oh, the live for, action. Well, I know they just I'm got nervous the cast about together. that, by the way. I'm I don't not. know why. They got the original um people on it. I thought they left. I thought no, the they, then original... they left. <gasps> yeah. Remember I put it in the yeah. chat. Yeah, they left. Mm-hmm. They didn't like the direction. But then again, Mike and Brian was getting crazy with their they were with where they wanted to go with things. I just don't want a repeat of the movie. Then yeah, there is no movie in Boston. There is no movie <laughs> in Boston. You will not, I was trying to go through this whole episode without talking. God. But or if not, I would like to see a real modern day avatar. Like oh, set like in today's our, world. In, uh, with really today with uh, at least in their world, but in terms of technology where it's really where it really isn't a big deal of who the avatar is. And it's actually like a secret almost. Like he has to hide the concept of him being the avatar. There was a fan-made comic, I think. I don't remember what it was called, but it was this avatar. And he was like it, very metallic, futuristic looking. And I thought uh, that would be... It, he was black, right? The Legend yeah, of Okoye. Yeah, yeah. A Legend of Okoye or something. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Ooh. Yeah, 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 that yeah. Would be... I'm going to find the link. Yeah, that was to the point where I was like, damn, it's, it's been done. So they're not going to take this because it yeah. wasn't their idea. But the way the way he did it, it was like based on like that. Like I guess he was from an African region, maybe yeah. an undiscovered continent. Oh, okay, I remember yeah, that. I remember yeah. that. I was like, this should look sick. Yeah, but that oh. and I think he was an Earthbender. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was a good something thing. like that would have been. Yeah, I would love to see a modern day take on it. But who knows what's gonna happen now? Yeah. I want there. Mine comes from um, the April Fool joke that comes around every year about the Avatar twins. That would be um, cool. I Wait, about what? There's an April Fool's joke that goes around every year saying that there's going to be a um, new season of Avatar, and it's um and that next set of Avatars they're twins. One is good, one oh. is evil. Or something. It's I don't know if it's one is good, one is I would, evil. I would, I would love to see where 
where um, they almost have to kind of one has to overpower the other in yes. order to become the mm-hmm. avatar. And they're both trying to go through this journey together. I would love to like see- Wizards of Waverly Place a little bit. The exactly. siblings have to fight each other. Exactly. Winner is the. I yes. also think like- it would be cool if they did like an episode or two, like a new season and an episode or two is of each avatar, just so we can learn. There's so yeah. many avatars like that an, we don't know of. Yeah. Like a mini series. Yeah. Yeah. Series. That was like how they cool. did with the first avatar, just yeah. a short little, short little series on each one. That would be cool too. But I also want to see a modern day. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking now, why would we need um, of how we would incorporate bending in today's world? That'd be, but then I'm thinking about like to my hero, like you have yeah, all these quirks. quirks. Be, you'd probably have like a whole or like Marvel, the it's, Avengers. It's, not, it's do, not special. It's like, oh, okay, you could bend. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could do like. Or maybe bending is gone. Yeah. Maybe it's gone. People lost the spirituality and bending went away. Like you could also do like the sub bending though, just kept growing and growing, growing in others. There's a thousand different types of bending. But it's no, crazy. I want Avatar twins. I want them so bad. Cool. So bad. And I want it to be dark and sinister. One of them has to kill the other in order to become <laughs> my Avatar. Or else all, all the benders can't bend anymore. Some, some <laughs> fucked up shit like that. Children dying left and right. <laughs> Everyone's gay. Yeah. <laughs> the, just the darkest show. Yeah. And I want it to air on Nickelodeon. Yeah, yes, right. I Never again. Nickelodeon. Even Nick though they, they still, I think they still own it. So they have to put their name to it. Never again will have to put on. It's just gonna go straight to Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like Netflix, honestly, with with what I've seen from their shows and how they've done things, I honestly feel like Netflix could could pull it off if we did. So we'll just have to wait and see with how they do with live action, and and we'll go from there. We will go from there. Oh God, everyone! This, this is a long one. This is a long one, but it's worth it. Yeah, it's late. It's past my bedtime, but honestly, this was worth it. Um, I'm going to go to bed a little in my feelings now because I forgot about all those sad moments (laughs) that were brought up. But, oh, God. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this very special episode. Thanks for listening this long because, you know, if you've stuck around this long, it's because it's worth it. It's, it's, It's worth it. And we could easily do a part two on this episode easily but um we are going to sign out because i think we're all in our feels the 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 mood's kind of mellow now (laughs) 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 but thanks again for listening um all right you guys can go ahead and sign out start with andrea thank you for joining us this is queen of daddies i am tired a little bit sad thinking about appa i don't want to think about that don't think about it i know (laughs) He's just a little guy, though. I'll think about the happy moments. Yeah, That's what I think, think about I'll when do. they're reunited. Yeah, or when he, what does he do? He used to, like, lick something at some point. Doesn't like, he lick Sokka, Sokka all yeah, the time? Like, yeah, Sokka gets in his mouth or something. I don't know. Or I'll think about <laughs> the episode where he has to drink cactus juice. That'll oh, make me, yeah. That'll make me <laughs> feel the, better. It's okay. the quenchiest. Yeah, the quenchiest. But, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We will see you on the next episode. Yeah, peace out. All right. This is Alex A. Town Ryan. It is late, but I don't mind it because it was outside. Plus, I'm on spring break officially now. So that, I could have went on forever. But <laughs> it's been great talking Avatar. It is an anime. I said it. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks again, everyone. Um, so we are ending the note on that Avatar is 
an anime. We will die on this hill. Um, Andre, I dare you to say something, but <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I think you're right. I think it just it's not an anime that you would when you think of anime. Typically, that it, it could be put in that category, but it's not something that you would typically think of. Like when you think of anime, right? Think, uh, first thoughts are not going to be okay. Avatar: The Last Airbender. No, but if anyone did watch Moon Knight. He did say it, and I just yeah, remember I, that. I remember oh, yeah. Anything like Oscar Isaac says, I will listen to him. Anything he says is official, is official. It's official. Uh, all right, everyone. This is Frankie, a.k.a. Pixel Potato. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. Bye.